0: Hello everyone! Thank you for tuning in and welcome to the show. Hope that you're all doing well out there. So, as some of you may already know, Chris Colville has left Bristol Made Music and sadly this does mean that the Five Songs show will no longer be running. However, this podcast will continue to run with new episodes every Thursday. I am taking over the admin of the BMM Facebook page and I'll be changing it to be the official page of the Simon Campbell incident. So, if you would like to come on the show as a guest, I'll be happy to hear from you. As regular listeners will know, this show has been all about interviewing musicians, and I will continue to have musical folk on, but I shall also be branching out to include comedians, actors, poets, all sorts of interesting people. Now, I don't have any strict rules about what your speciality needs to be, so if you fancy coming on the show, uh, whatever you might do, please feel free to get in touch. Surprise me. Now, the best way to contact me is via email, which is the Simon Campbell Incident at gmail.com. That's thesimoncampbellincident at gmail.com. Bit of a mouthful, but just type in the podcast title, then finish it off with at gmail.com. I'll get it. You can also message me on the Facebook page, uh, but emailing me will be better. As checking messages on a Facebook page is not the most straightforward thing to do for some reason. Go figure. I don't get it. Uh, the podcast is also on Instagram, but I very, very, very rarely check those DMs. So uh, emailing that Gmail account is the best way to go. That's a Simon Campbell Incident at Gmail. Dot com. So whatever your field or your speciality is, if you fancy coming on for a chat, I'll be <laughs> really happy to hear from you. Alright folks, that's enough of mi- an update from this world. Now onto the show, which is brought to you by myself. Now, since the lockdown, I have been given guitar lessons via video chat and also a little bit in person as well, if you live in the Bristol area. Obviously keeping social distancing and all that good stuff. So, if you'd like to learn a new skill during these strange, difficult times, then do not hesitate to get in touch. So, I've been playing guitar for nearly 20 years, and I customise all of my lesser and all of my lessons around each people's individual needs and personal tastes in music. So, whether you are an absolute beginner or well on your way to a rock and roll stardom, I can absolutely help you out along the way. Now, folks, I know what you're thinking: guitar lessons can be expensive. Well, fear not. I'm currently offering the first lesson for each new pupil at the half price of just £15. That's one, £5. Pounds, £15. Pounds. This deal also gets better. If you mention in your inquiry that you found me through the Simon Campbell incident, then you'll get another £5 off your first lesson. So that's right, just a humble £10 for your first guitar lesson with me. All lessons are 60 minutes, so we get plenty of time to cover all of your queries and I can help you out along the way. Now, you can find me on Facebook or Instagram by typing in Simon Teachers Guitar, where you can message me, Simon Teaches Guitar. Uh, you can also email me at Simon Teaches Guitar 9 zoo at gmail.com. That is Simon Teachers Guitar number 9, number 0 at gmail.com. You can also find out a little bit more about me on my official website, which is www.simonteachersguitar.com. That's www.simonteachersguitar.com. SimonTeachsGuitar.com That's right, I've even got an official website for this. You know I'm being serious. Don't hang around folks, you won't regret it. My guest today is a fantastic rock and roll dude. He plays in an Ameri- in an Americana band known to the world as Fonzie and Company. Their debut EP, Last Birth, is out and available for your listening pleasure on all those major platforms out there. Their new EP is... Is it me? Is due for release on November 20th, and they'll be doing a show on that date at the Louisiana in Bristol to signify its launch. So please give it up for Fonzie from Fonzie and the company. Hey, and we we are up and running. How you doing,
1: Fonzie? Yes, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm all right. Yeah, very good. I'm excited to be here. Very, oh. very much so. Thank you for having me. Oh, an absolute pleasure. Thank you for being here. So <laughs> br- let's get straight into it. So brand new EPs in the works. Absolutely is. I no, just had the Masters back this week. Mm. So yeah, very much looking forward to that. Very much so. So we've got another two months, two and a half months of PR. Uh, get a couple of interviews, couple of reviews in there, as you do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. six tracks uh, long. First time with the full band as well. So mm. that's exciting as well,
0: yeah. Fantastic.
1: How long has this
0: uh lineup been, been together? So I know you've had quite a few different machinations,
1: yeah. We've uh, so started only last July, so yeah, hitting over just that year mark now. Um, I think these guys, pretty much all of the guys now, uh, have been in the band for uh basically since the start or the last like kind of six months, uh. Jed, star bass player, was the uh, last one to come in uh, six months ago, and it's been uh, happy clappy ever since then, man. Honestly, <laughs> like, yeah, good. They're a good bunch, them lot. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, they seem so, man. I love those, uh, those like little videos that you've done of like you guys being on the road and stuff. Like, yeah, <laughs>
1: sleeping in the van and piling on each other when they're asleep. Yeah, man. We try to make a habit of like filming everything. Like, yeah. It Like makes for shite content, but <laughs> like, you know what I mean when you piece it all together, you know, like a shitty eighties montage sort of thing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I was
0: trying to do the same with my group before. Yeah. You know, before lockdown, it's just a lot. It's a lot of fun. Last summer we were doing gig diaries. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, good. Always yeah. A good chat. It's all just recorded on my hopeless iPhone six or whatever it is. I but find some still... of those
1: cameras are better than like SLRs nowadays, like the uh, mm. current phones. So like we did a lot of music videos just on the one phone. They're better than most cameras now, man. Honestly. Yeah. That's damn good footage. Yeah,
0: I think and you know like uh, I know a bandit do all their filming for their promo things on like VHS style
1: oh yes
0: uh, which looks looks awesome of course it does because <laughs> obviously I know like uh, <laughs> it's kind of a bit like with audio like you kind of go for clarity absolutely and lose all the saturation whether it's visual
1: or, or audio
0: but when it gets all so clear and so pretty yeah, you kind of miss that
1: I love the static man I'll yeah. always have a bit of white noise over fucking anything HD 180 whatever like yeah and you got like the time and date in the bottom right yeah love it it'll be like
0: November 1992 or something like that. it was a better
1: time it was a simpler time simpler time I mean I was two so I don't know I, I wouldn't be any wiser <laughs> Simpler times. So, Absolutely. So, new EP, Is It Me? Yes, is it? Yeah, so uh, that title's uh, a bit of a... So I don't like to write anything political, ever. Um, always, I've always been centrist um, for everything that I've done. This one was more on the spectrum of the social media game. Um, I found just with social media I haven't been on Facebook for that long I'm one of the newer ones to be fair I only joined it um, purely because of the band otherwise I had no social medias up to I was about 16 maybe Um, and yeah especially nowadays with everything that's happening it just it's a bit of a clusterfuck isn't it like you know either side you know everyone will shitpost share articles not exactly like accurate (laughs) and uh, you know Chinese whispers happen and everyone you know depicts themselves and their opinions on you know everything via social media whether that be left ring, white ring, (laughs) ring. (laughs) just getting my lips warmed up there Uh, and uh, that was kind of a sort of a a take on that really Um, yeah so a lot especially uh, is it me you you just feel like you're in the middle of it all going like is it me or has the world gone fucking nuts (laughs) I mean when was it I can't remember last time the world wasn't burning like, yeah, <laughs> but you know, social media, like, especially high, it's, it can be a great tool. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. just it seems to be abused. Um, I don't, I don't even go on Twitter, I imagine it's just a much of a shit show on there, is it? <laughs> is, oh, is yeah. it? <laughs> I
0: only know about, excuse me, I only know about Twitter through like second and third hand knowledge, mm. and it just sounds toxic, man. Sounds evil, yeah. Um, people just going absolutely mental, but um, apparently, like, the proportion. I, it's like the smallest minority of people that post regularly, yeah. on Twitter. Okay, and so they take up like all of the bandwidth from all the ang- uh, algorithms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, it's, I, I'm butchering it, but that's kind of what what I've heard. But okay, so. Yeah, when you hear about like people going mental on Twitter, it's often like a very small.
1: This is the thing, yeah, yeah. When uh, you see articles like, "Oh, there's outrage and yeah. the, uh, people have called for this to be cancelled. and it's like you're talking about what a couple of a couple of thousand people at the most. Yeah, and but this is what this is again the social media game. Yeah, you'll see an article, it's like, "Oh, people are outraged," and then it trends, and uh, you know, from what was maybe a couple hundred people get you know writing a few shitty letters. Like, it's been like, it just doesn't make sense to me. It never mm. has. Um, Instagram, I quite like. I've been uh, very, uh, very, very new only in the last year to the Instagram. Mm. Um, that's just a couple of cute little dogs, isn't it? Like, yeah. There's <laughs> no, doesn't seem to be much of a gender. I mean, it, it's, it, it depends on who and what you follow. Very Completely true.
0: like a, with uh, YouTube, you can just uh, search puppy videos and that's all you'll see. Oh, lovely. But, <laughs> but or, uh, by the same, level, all you can do, or, all you could look at would be like BBC News, you know, yep. US news, politics this, mm-hmm. politics that, Brexit this and all and that's all you'd see. Absolutely. And no. all have inflammatory uh, <laughs> clickbaity titles about oh, you can't man. believe what this leave code Absolutely, said, yeah.
1: And you'll be like, no. Like Macaulay Culkin still look shit. <laughs> look about it. <laughs> it's true, man. Yeah. Um no, Instagram, but it was very much like it's just seemed a like a, a source of vanity. like you know oh look at me look at my tits look at my new hat you know look at what I'm eating you know that was just what it seemed to me um you know, but I mean, if that's the lesser of two evils, I'm more out right of it yeah. so far. But as you said, it's like, whatever you're going to look up, you're going to get suggestions and all that. Um, yeah. I don't know. I get most of my politics from like comedy shows. Yeah, like, you know, like John Oliver and yeah. Jim Jeffery. You know, that's, <laughs> I trust those guys, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, they can make something seem so shit a lot more light. You know, it's a really shit way of thinking it, but I don't well, force that opinion across for anyone else. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: I've, I've definitely sort of tried to chill out. I do say try. I, I am definitely chilling out. On that whole front, like yeah, like yeah, <laughs> not gonna set set the world. I'm not just not gonna set the world to rights. It's just yeah, not
1: exactly <laughs> going to happen. I'm nowhere near as smart as I think I am. But <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing; people won't admit that. Yeah, they have the clarity to say, "Yeah, dude, I'm I'm not overly familiar. I'm the same. I don't. Yeah, so I'm yeah, not gonna yeah. pretend I know more than I do because
0: <laughs> Yeah, I think it's like because like I'm sort of like speaking like in like for like last year that I've been doing this podcast. I am sort of speaking in like the public yeah sort of square now. You know, uh, so I don't know. It's just kind of made me very aware that I, I, I'm more than happy to be called out on stuff. So yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. really too married to anything that I'm saying. And well, I'm happy to admit that I might be wrong or
1: misinformed. Exactly, or man. But whatever. that's how you learn. Like, that's fine by me. That's good, me. man. No, because you you learn, you know, yeah. you, you know, you become a better person for it. Absolutely. You know, I've yeah. been woke more than, more than <laughs> once or twice. Hell, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. That, but again, not an overly political EP, but it's more towards that side of things, you know, a societal kind of uh, observation, let's say. So, yeah, uh, but I mean, it's not all about that, is it me? Uh, The title track is mainly about that, but there's all sorts of subject matter on there that's always fun. I usually try and write a little bit more open lyrically yeah. um, so you can kind of get your interpretation from it rather than being about something specific that it's like uh, uh, it's nice to for someone to listen to a song of mine that I've written and go oh that song's about me and my boyfriend or that song's about me and my problem with heroin you know that's you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's I've got some fucked up friends <laughs> yeah
0: nice well yeah I think that's a really good way to be writing songs is you don't want to be too specific absolutely because you want people to be able to take something away from it. So writing sure. about big concepts, be it like love or addiction, yeah. you name it, it. I think it's really important to keep it broad enough so people can latch onto it. Because if it's 100% specific to you, absolutely, then they're not going to understand unless they've led, led, led a very similar existence. Absolutely. To so I think that's a really important line to walk of being personal, but also being relatable at the same time. For true, time, but also making it organic and having fun whilst you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what would you tend to write about in your bands so like when you're writing like anything? Oh,
0: for cassette? me, uh, for me um, oh god, um, the main thing I'm just writing about at the minute is just it's <laughs> it's just kind of like relationship stuff, but oh, kind of like no. more like visceral, more like kind of like more kind of less polite and kind <laughs> of like a little, you know, like um, lines like I'm looking for a sister that doesn't have a mister. Th- things like that, like a little bit tongue-in-cheek. Snap. A little... <laughs> yeah. He's done it. I have the, have the <laughs> neck movements as well, sister. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm white. <laughs> Even by my standards, I'm, I'm getting into serious, serious territory here. Oh, I love it, um, mate. Of, of whiteness. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, no, honestly, I've tried writing songs about all sorts. Yeah. Um, uh, but honestly, I find it the most... Uh, I find it it, the most intriguing thing for me to get interested in and what I feel like is more interesting to hear, to to write about is, it's it's just kind of like, you know, being young, single and dating and trying to
1: get it together. That's that's relatable.
2: Yeah. To me, you know,
0: but also sort of like, I was talking to my friend about this the other day and saying like yeah obviously what I'm, what I'm sort of singing about a lot of the time is sex <laughs> right um, well. but you, you don't, it doesn't mean you want to go like directly into the matter and like just sing about it explicitly you kind of want to tiptoe up to it but not quite
1: you don't want to be yeah, yeah overly you, you, specific you no. don't want to be writing mm. like porn yeah absolutely yeah you want to have some kind of innuendo or some yeah read between uh, the lines subtlety.
0: even though it's not you, even though it's not I wouldn't say they're subtle lyrics but it's like <laughs> y, you can tell like what I'm what I'm writing about Without me saying it out loud, I get it. I get it. Uh, that's good writing, man. I, I hope so. I, I think so. Well, well, I'll, I'll, you'll have to show me. Yeah, yeah when yeah, it's done. I'll, I'll show you the first part of the record once <laughs> what, 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 what it's done. And you, you can decide for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, it's gonna be. It's gonna be a while before that. Uh, that's done and out to the world. But I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> for well, I've, I, um, you, you were kind enough to send me. To send me. Uh, to send me uh, uh, Is it me? few days ago when I've been listening to that a
1: fair bit I, and um, yeah don't tell the band this well they're too late now it's going to be on here you actually you actually had that record before the band did. really yeah um, you uh, did not need to say that uh, yeah that. no I thought uh, no I'll be honest here sorry guys uh, but yeah I had uh, had the masters back and I was like you know who you know who could do with this <laughs> <laughs> not the bands that's played the record and needs to do revisions no, no just, I don't, Simon don't, know, don't know how the songs go <laughs> exactly <laughs> They listen to them I was giving them a break you know yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> uh, no they were um, yeah mastered back now so mm. we uh, we self produced this one oh nice uh, we self produced the first one but it was just me in the band uh, well uh, say me uh, we had Olivia Jury mm. who's a gorgeous gorgeous vocalist um, I was looking for a female vocalist because I wanted that kind of Angus Julius Stone kind of vibe originally it was going to be really acoustic really like indie pop kind of uh, way to go but um, once I started writing I just w- went back to the 90s roots and just like yeah you know, Smashing Pumpkins, Pixies, Greendale all over this bad Love boy um, and yeah that's what came out and then uh, Zach who's been a good friend of mine for about 14 years now are, are pretty much every band I've been in he's been involved with somehow mm-hmm. I could not have him involved with this so he uh, laid down his keys um, and that was what the first EP was uh, same studio, same uh, say studio, it's in his bedroom <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we all say studio when we uh... yeah, yeah, yes, yes <laughs>
0: Yes, I can attest to that. You gotta do what you gotta do.
1: So what? Uh, yeah, was he recording drums in his room as well? Uh, this no. Uh, um, well, it was. Uh, he's got actually a decent mic set for recording the kit. We uh, did it uh, in his bedroom originally um, for the first EP. This time we went to um, Factory Studios mm-hmm. uh, where Sam did his show because I did the drums on the uh, first record there um, oh. with the producer uh, helping me out. And uh, that, uh, but Sam, the moment he came on board, he's like, mate. Fuck those drums! <laughs> Listen to my drums, motherfucker. And uh, yeah, he, he killed it, man. Honestly, he hits the the boy hits, but he's got yeah. a fucking really good yeah. technical understanding mm. of the songs. Because I usually what we do, we wrote it a bit differently this time. We send demos, you know. Obviously, for the lockdown, we didn't have much to do. We're writing, so I'd send, you know, do a little uh, guitar track on um, Logic, send him over. He would add his input, then send it to Jed. He would add his input, and then we've got this kind of weird it's good like you can get a basic understanding of the songs though and then we say oh, yeah. I'll change this part change it. you know yeah and uh, that's how it came about is it me this time around usually it would just be me writing the songs and then everyone puts their interpretation on it um in the studio uh mm. in a live studio but uh, this time yeah online um uh, I liked it yeah,
0: yeah. so <laughs> was that um uh, were you kind of like forced into that via lockdown or was that kind of what you're planning to do
1: anyway? Uh, no we, we we would have practiced um, as usual we much prefer writing in the studio 110 yeah. percent you just you can just really feel everything yeah. you can you know it's a yeah. lot easier to communicate um, this time around I mean it's still me that brought in the first riffs and bought uh, you know wrote the first lyrics and things like that mm-hmm. but it's all done online and then you know, uh, we we communicate. They must fucking hate me because I'm always on the <laughs> chat. We have a band chat, as everyone has a band chat. Yeah. But I'm always that fucking dude that's you know first thing in the morning. Hey guys, you got this? Yeah. You know, oh, I need to get your review. You know, always. But mm-hmm. um, so in that sense, it's been a little uh, crowded, just with me going. Yeah, I need to get your fucking drums back for this. <laughs> Our judge base sounds fucking weird. Uh, uh, you know, con- <laughs> uh, in that sense, it was a little uh, a little harder. But mm. yeah, it was a different perspective. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, you, you can't really sort of beat being in the same room with each other yeah. when you can just uh, bounce off each other in real time. You get it, man. And But kudos to you for being able to do it, <laughs> it via such a unusual, unusual yeah,
1: way. Yeah, it was, I mean, we'd written these uh, about maybe two or three tracks of this EP already, which we already uh, performed live and toured with uh, before uh, the Backstreet Boys tour happened. Yeah. Um, COVID. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And um, yeah, so, I mean, we've been sitting on those for a long time. uh, So it was only really about three or four tracks that uh, we did it that way. But I don't know, man, when you, when you just, as you said, uh, before we started recording, like you've uh, with friends and been your with your bandmates before, mm-hmm. when you just have that click with someone, when you just get on on just such that level, it works no matter what you do, yeah. and uh, that we, we have enough respect for each other to say, "Nah, man, that sounds a bit shit," yeah. uh, and you know, no one will take it to heart, and no one, there's no egos, there's nothing like that. It's just heart to heart. We want the best product out there, and mm. uh, that's what we get, really. Um,
0: mm. Yeah, yeah, and I think that being able to give feedback constructively and exactly. um politely is <laughs> yeah <laughs> is, is a real skill. Mm. I think that's a real skill being able to give uh uh Max uh guy that, uh, we uh who's our producer now. Um mm. uh, uh he's great at it. He, oh, he's, he's he's really direct, really honest. Uh really really anal.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what you are, man.
0: Yeah, but that that's exactly what we need because you know, we're we're quite strict of ourselves yeah. but it's you can't be quite as strict as someone that's on the outside but has got the same goal as you, right? If that makes, yeah, if no, that makes totally. sense, yeah, totally. I think that's a real skill, mm. uh, and so yeah, it's really happy to that that's all that's all worked out. So you're saying mm. you, this is completely self produced, uh,
1: pro- uh, completely self produced, yeah. We've um, we ran into a um a mate uh let's say ran into a mate we've known him for a good couple of years now he used to play in a band called oh god uh fragile things so they were like a classic rock uh, band uh, with uh, the singer of um, heaven's basement the ex-singer of heaven's basement um they were around for a while um, split up about a year or so back um and he does his own band and he produces in his bedroom now and what when i heard his few recordings i was like dude you did that from your bedroom You fucking kidding me? (laughs) He's just uh, on logic, you know. He's got Mm. the fucking some of the best plugins I've ever seen. Uh, Just some of the stuff he can do from his bedroom is nuts. Uh, You know, because his mic collection is fucking sick. And we were just about to go into um, Rockfield in uh, Wales. So Bohemian Rhapsody, uh, Bowie, Pixies, you know, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers—they've all been there. Yeah. But you're talking very fucking minimum six hundred a day, Mm -hmm. um, which doesn't seem that expensive, um, thinking about it. but to be honest, though, we was so happy with the first records. I mean, like, we're not looking to push the boundaries. We're just looking to get some good content on there that's raw. Yeah. It's, you know, it means a lot to us. And we want to give this guy in his bedroom, bless him doing it, you yeah. know, uh, off his back, uh, rather than the studio. Well, I mean, lockdown happened anyway, so we didn't have a choice. But But yeah, um, really happy with what he did. Um, it, it was a lot more improved since the last one. Everyone... and. It, I mean, we've got five different opinions now. Yeah. You know, I've always said, you know, this was my baby from the beginning, but I've learnt to kind of let it, <laughs> let mm. in everybody, yeah. slowly but surely. And yeah. uh, we're a band now, you know, it, it's Fonzie and Company, but we're all equal and very much the same. Yeah, we all have our bits to do and uh, opinions and that, but it's great. makes yeah. for a better product at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, and it must be quite a relief in a way to have people to bounce ideas off so you're not just going around your own head Yeah, exactly. Especially if you've developed, like, a good working and playing relationship. Exactly. And there's that element of trust. Yeah. So I, you know that if someone's giving you feedback, they know what they're talking about. For sure. And, uh... And, and you know that their heart's in the right place and they want the same thing that you do. They're just going to do it in a different way. That's probably going to be beneficial.
1: Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, two of them, uh, Sam and Olivia, who are a couple um, that usually would never have a couple in the band. Um, that's just fucking <laughs> recipe. With yeah, dude, exactly. Uh, can't <laughs> deny that. You know, they made some of the best music ever. And, you know, and it, you know that tension uh, for the songs that they wrote was brewed from that tension, which yeah. is just fucking phenomenal to me. Um, but, but hopefully they don't split up. You guys. Uh, yeah y'all need to get fucking married or some shit though. you need to <laughs> solid this down yeah. um, or but, they could split up and then you'll have a bunch of other songs coming in oh man but then it's gonna be like the fucking parents when they split up it's like <laughs> oh who gets the singer who gets the drummer Yeah, they came from uh, BIM. Um, hmm. I I always had a very bad impression of BIM uh, okay. and its students, um, just from what I've heard. See,
0: I don't know too much about BIM, but I've had quite a few people on uh, from the show that has yeah. been on BIM. I think Connor was uh, from a BIM
1: background. I think I saw, uh, heard the last yeah. episode he was, yeah.
0: Yeah, and a few, a few other folk that's been on as well. So, yeah, I'd be interested to hear a little bit more
1: little bit more about that it's uh, I, again i never had um, i had an impression of it um i was working with a guy who had his uh, i guess practical exam coming up all he had to do was play a song and I'm Like, all right um I think um, I heard from a few guys who have been students that um, they got judged for <laughs> they were wearing the same shirt but not they were just wearing checkered shirt like it's not, not as a uniform not yeah. as anything they just happened to be wearing a yeah. red one was wearing a red and black one was wearing a blue and black checkered shirt and they got down well they got like slated so saying like, oh yeah you you guys are too coordinated uh, on stage <laughs> and I was like they're not the fucking mighty mighty boss tones they're not fucking coming out in three piece suits you know, what? So, you know they
0: must have played really really well if that's the only thing they can no, get that's
1: flagged up on that's what, I, that's what I heard I was like are you fucking serious?" and they're, they're judging you by how high your fucking guitar is uh, yeah, yeah. Um, just little things like that and yeah. it's like it's almost like an X factor with a degree that you pay for that you can't actually fucking use to me I mean I think their big claim to fame is George Ezra but I think even he left after a year yeah. <laughs> of being in BIM and that seems to be their big claim to fame. I might be wrong. Again, I'm happy to learn Like if yeah. I'm wrong about that. But it just seemed very, you know, genetically modified bands um, in there, from the opinion of like, from what, free tutors and that, when mm. I, feel, I think, you know, you could have spent those three years, you know, getting your own mics, getting your own equipment, you know, mm. using that experience to go around and just, you know, be in a band and, yeah. you know... It, it, you know, I, I didn't like the way they treated it, you know, especially when I helped my mate um, with his projects. And they were very fucking cynical, uh, especially about his drum playing as well. And I thought it was pretty tight, especially yeah. when I um, uh, watched it back. But it was something to do with oh, fucking, I, I don't know, the sticks he was using or something like that it's like oh yeah don't use 7A's use 5A I was like what the fuck difference does <sighs> is that going to make It's, it's, prefer- it's, it's like because well, you, you're a guitar player as yeah, well
0: yeah. And, you know like uh, like plectrum gauges or string yeah. gauges it's like
1: who, so, who cares well you're making mountains out of molehills dude it's yeah. not going to make who a slight difference Yeah, yeah um, so uh, yeah the, but when they Sam and Liv said they were from there I was like oh right but they had the same opinion it's like it could be good if you choose it to be good you know but you are going to get a lot of egos you're going to get a lot of shit essentially uh, uh, to be honest, I don't know one person from BIM who's actively using their degree at the moment. I hope there is some. Uh, uh, I mean, Zach, the keys and saxophone player, he went to university in Bath to study mu- music production. He's oh. a fucking genius. He's uh, got synesthesia um, where you, when you hear a musical tone, you see colours. And Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. man, you, you honestly, you just go, ah! and he'll just do the harmony straight away. <laughs> and it, it's just... His genius is the same, but I feel so bad for him because he's never been able to use that degree. And that's a university for, uh, mm. degree from Bath. Yeah. And no matter how he's... Because I remember, like, for years, he was, like, trying for, you know, Google, Adobe, you know, quite, shooting quite high, admittedly, for, you know. um, But they would usually take on the people who had most experience, you know. They yeah. would, they'd, they'd promote the guy making the teas and coffees and, like, mm. on an apprentice level rather than take the person who's been studying for years in so mm. much debt. Uh, that's what sucked to me. Yeah,
0: um, it kind of, yeah, because I, I I did my degree uh, uh, Huddersfield did my mm. degree in music tech and pop music. Oh, nice. Um, which was yeah, it sounds like the same, it's similar sort of sort of gig mm. uh, to BIM and to to Bath. Mm. Uh, w- one of my friends who's also been on the podcast, Streamer L. Mm-hmm. He he did a oh, I, can't remember, I think it's like creative music tech or something yeah. like that at Bath Uni. It's Bath Spa. Yeah, uh, he went to. Um, yeah it, it's a funny old thing uh it's great because you get to sort of like hang out with other like-minded people yep. and you get let loose in the studios but it is honestly what you make it yeah absolutely. and it depends it depends exactly on what you want to do hmm. and because i sort of figured out towards the end of my degree well like the second half of my degree anyway, that i wanted to be a self-employed musician mm-hmm. but i was learning from people who are on the university's payroll <laughs> that weren't self-employed musicians <laughs> I guess so, not. No. <laughs> it, it, yeah, but that, that, thats completely on on me, really, because that's what I. It's a tough to, to, man do. to but, get into. Yeah, and and f- through them, I was able to get like a placement at Yellow Art Studios in Sheffield. Where okay. I worked, worked there for a year, and that was fucking awesome. Sick. Um, so I feel like I made the most out, most out of it. It's. it's on balance, I think it was overall a positive thing Good. for me to do. I just, I just wish that I was a bit more proactive when I was, like,
1: 18, 19, 20. Man, who's proactive when they're 18, 19? Like. <laughs> yeah.
0: Some folk are. Yeah, folk off. truth. Uh, yeah, But, uh... you, know, but I, you know, for the first two years, all I cared about was just partying. Well, that's and, it. Yeah. You know, uh, That's where my head was at the time. and I'm not too ashamed to say that because... Whose head isn't there? You're living you're-
3: your
1: best life, man. Like, you know, <laughs> you're away from the parents, man. You've got oh, all this fucking money coming in. you like, yes, yeah, do it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, Those I'm are just, your best years. You know, yeah, enjoy I'm, it. I'm
0: glad that I, I did it. I mean, I, was, I still have a capacity for just partying and being a bit devil may care, but I'm a lot more focused nowadays, <laughs> luckily. Because, you know, you can't be 29 and still acting like a freshman. Well, you can be, uh, but just don't expect
1: <laughs> too much to. Yeah, fall in your lap, sort of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You do have to take that as one spill, it, and it's a big. So yeah,
1: for sure. It was, it was nice hearing their perspective of like, you know, I did feel bad for them. At the same time, they have learned a lot. Mm. Um, so if you, could, as you said, you take what you get um, out of it, you know, you can choose to just drop it, you know, go and get yourself a fucking KP job somewhere and just attempt mm. to have a go at it. But I mean, they learned they learned something, which I think brought a huge value mm. uh, to the EP anyway. Um, i think they're naturally skilled anyway um mm. to be honest i think with or without bim they would have fucking killed it yeah um but again as you said you'd get what you want yeah really. yeah, yeah
0: and and i guess it's just you, you have to learn that life skill i know i sound like someone's dad now but you need to learn that <laughs> life. Yeah, no. uh, you need to learn that life skill of you know making the best out of any sort of situation yeah. and you do have those resources there when you're at university for sure and so you should whether it's the equipment or your tutors or your peers yeah. or anything like that it's up to you to that's always going to be the case yeah, no, no matter no matter who or, sure. who or where you you are yeah absolutely that's always i think anyways
1: no no i no i, t- no, I totally understand I think that's yeah. really
0: what well, it's all about what it's
1: all about, really? Yeah, man. Uh, so the producer studied in uh, High Wycombe music, um, and he's producing his own stuff now. It took him a while to uh, get there because uh, he was playing. Uh, I mean, this band he was in was quite successful, so I mean, he was going all around the shop doing whatever. And uh, to be fair, he said he wouldn't have um, been able to do it without you know, going to university first and like properly like getting the ins and outs of it. Mm. Um, I'd be curious to see uh, how that changes as time goes on because uh, I think uh, Zach, uh, who went to Bath Spa told me a story where he went into the lecturer once and the lecturer said, okay guys, uh, Google this. That's your lecture for today. Thank you very much. I'm like, oh, great. That's uh, nine
0: grand well spent, man. Yeah. Just, yeah, you know. Yeah. The uh, amount of money you do spend on it is nuts. I mean, <laughs> I was lucky. I was one of the last years to only pay three grand a year. Oh, brilliant. Uh, so I just missed, missed out on them traveling it.
1: <laughs> Christ.
0: So I got lucky there.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, man, look at you now. I mean, fucking band, podcast. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Getting there, yeah, getting there, getting there. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, honestly, it's, it's all. At no point I,
0: uh, was I able to like wave my degree around in someone's face and expect.
1: Yeah, something it. to happen. I yeah. mean, I,
0: I guess it would sort of help me like with getting like because I used to bartend before I went self-employed. Oh, so nice. uh, so it's nice to have like a, a two-one degree at the top that you can say like yeah I. I I Can stick at something and see it.
2: <laughs> was see that in Bristol it. or that was in London? Oh, right, whereabouts? So yeah, then? I used
0: to live in London. Um, I lived all over, I was a proper product of the housing, fantastic uh, crisis, uh, so, yeah, bouncing around there. every like six or eight months or whatever. Uh, but uh, but I worked at was in it uh, was in Kensington. Oh, wow, mm, very nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no,
1: I, I was getting abused by Karen's before it was cool. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> man. you know, I love the term Karen is yeah. even trying to get fucking cancelled now. It's like. <laughs>
0: I've heard people referring to it as the K-word. The K-word. As if it's something like unspeakable, which is amazing. I love that,
1: man. Uh, it's just, uh, it makes me so happy on the inside. No uh, one's nailed it until Karen, man. There was always a word, but nobody would ever unite and fucking tell them. Mm, now we've got Karen. Now we've got Karen. It's, it's, it's an important thing for society. It's beautiful.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I used, to, I used to live in London and I was bar- bartending there. Oh, which fantastic. Was, which was an, an interesting... All time uh, you know but you know so I'd, I'd bartend and I'd go off and teach guitar do the occasional gig or something like Sick, that man. and then just sort of t- take it from from there really so, yeah you
1: know, man I, I loved because um, I grew up um uh, around the Chiswick around the surf, Hounslow, oh, so Hounslow Twickenham Stains and then um, you know uh, travelled up uh, north at Islington around there so I always say I'm from Islington because it's not fucking cool to say for Hounslow Twickenham <laughs> like, you know, that, that's not fucking London it's like mate it's <laughs> got a TW fucking postcode that's yeah, London to me you yeah, know it's, <laughs> it's cool. got it's an 08
0: oh. it's uh, really close to Heath yeah Brown. exactly yeah, there. I, I, I used to t- uh, teach some kids their uh, guitar oh no way so I, I used to travel there
1: a fair bit on the Tube oh, man, it's, it's, it's what you make of it really Um, I, uh, yeah, I feared the fucking local gang there, my mum had to pull me out when I was uh, thirteen. They moved to fucking Salisbury of all places. So the total opposite. Um, but yeah, I got um, stabbed when I was uh, yeah when I was ten. Uh, there was local gang that fucking we yeah man. It was t- honestly living around Feltham and what rough as fuck. Honestly, it fucking sucked. I was fear for my life every day. You know. Um, I had the fucking bowl you know when your mum puts your bowl on you I had to fucking uh, uh, cut your hair yeah <laughs> and I was like with my high little backpack like just going to school yeah, thanks that,
0: love you mum that's and, still not an excuse to get
1: stabbed oh dude, no <laughs> slapped around like you know yeah. fair enough but um, yeah it got really serious once yeah. and uh, and my, you know, I feared, you know, uh, my, my mum luckily pulled me out before I was just about to go to um, uh, secondary school uh, there, uh, went to Salisbury, which was the total fucking opposite, like culture wise, uh, it was nuts. Uh, t- that was a huge change for me. Um, I hated Salisbury after six years ago and, then, and I wanted to get out mm. like immediately. So I moved to uh, Kentish, um, Camden Town. Oh, right, yeah. And that's that's
0: that, that's that's a good yeah that's man. A cool place
1: I, I, to, to I enjoyed make. it just like when you're spending about a grand mm. on like the place like the size of your kitchen now <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah It's yeah. just it was too much. And then I happened to get stabbed again oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> while I was working. Nice um, uh, bro, you're like a human pin I know, dudes. They don't like me. I must I must have fucking be triggering something. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no Now it was just a fucking drunk woman. Um, really? Yes, yeah, it was with a nail file um, when I was working. Uh, Working the bar, just like it was a lot—not lock, um, a lockdown. What'd you call it? Lock-in. Lock in. Lock in, yeah. yeah. And uh, she just—I wouldn't serve her because she was absolutely trashed. And uh, she just leaned over the bar with a nail file, just got me uh, in the neck. Like so you might be able to see, like a very tiny scar. It's nothing like crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: But um, I, was just, I was just sitting there, like lo- you know, that nervous laugh. it's Like, are you fucking kidding me? Did yeah, you yeah. Just fucking do that? I mean, uh, mates around the bar, are like, dude, 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 get the fuck to hospital. Like, so I'm just like standing there, go, I can't believe this happened and this is second time really oh my god <laughs> so I just I, I, I love working in London but after a while I was just like fuck dude I've been stabbed twice here I'm like <laughs> I can't get the fuck out and uh <laughs> So, uh, Zach um, just <laughs> said, uh, mate, I bet you won't get stabbed in Bristol. I'm like, yeah, probably not. Let's have a go. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how's Bristol been so far? Any... Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm impale-free so far, oh, yeah. Great. No more puncture wounds. <laughs> no more so. puncture wounds so far, that's yeah. That's good, that's um, good. Uh, uh, we moved to Eastern, yeah, not to uh, yeah. where Lakota is down yeah, there. Yeah. Uh, but everyone was saying, don't move to Eastern. you're, you're going to have the same problems. I was like, fuck off. Like, it was absolutely fine. A year and a half, mm. never had a problem down there. Mm, absolutely nice. fine. Um. Uh, yeah, been here nine years now. Um, met my wife, you know, shortly after I moved here, and you know, I never looked back. Bristol's a fucking great little city. Um, yeah. Housing prices have risen to around the time fucking Kentish Town was yeah. as pricey. Yeah, but, um, yeah, yeah. No, nah, I like it, man. G- good, good uh, vibrancy, music-wise as well. Oh God, yeah. I mean, uh,
0: doing this podcast has really opened my eyes. T- yeah, I always knew Bristol was good, mm. uh, but when you're sort of playing in. Uh, like uh, sort of bands where you've got your own sort of style and sound you kinda you can kinda get like a little bit stuck in that yeah in that lane. <clears throat> so doing something like a podcast where like this where I just don't care what style of music yeah, plays man. if if you want to hang out and whatever then, then come on. It's it's just really open minds to how much just cool stuff is going it's on. It's very in this town. cool man. A lot of electronics have a lot of like an Hip hop stuff as well, which yeah. I
1: just wouldn't have been aware of otherwise. Yeah, but, I was um, um, quite surprised because I um, uh, listened to your last episode. I was quite surprised how much of a because I I I've all know nothing about hip hop. I'm not gonna lie, like no, it's, not, it's not for lack like, of trying. Like Jurassic Five's fucking awesome, <laughs> uh, but that's about as far as you're yeah. gonna get with me. Um, but yeah, huge huge scene for Massive. it. Massive, really uh, good artists
0: as well. Really innovative people. Really interesting folk as well, mm-hmm. like uh, Connor, uh, the folks in BJs as well, who always yeah. shout out to. Uh, just to name a few, mm. uh, yeah, I wouldn't known wouldn't have known about it otherwise. Sick uh, heart, man.
1: Honestly, fucking great metal scene as well, because that's mm. when I first started, um, yeah, having a look around for bands um, yeah. at the time, and I uh, found myself being a bass player for uh, a band called uh, Siren City, who were quite getting quite big at the time. Um, I thought they were anyway. It might have just been from the insider's perspective, but I thought, <laughs> I thought we were doing all right. And uh, yeah, man, it was uh, the metal scene was just Bristol small. Um, mm. but it's quite large it's really hard to explain like yes. you, you know you're most yeah. likely going to run into someone you know when walking through the center yeah um but the yeah, all the metal bands at the time were just really close everyone knew each other. Yeah. I'm not sure how it is now but you know that unity for me I never had that in uh, London or Salisbury. Um, mm. and you know Salisbury was really competitive really, like yeah. unnecessarily competitive more so than London more so. I, I would say so Because London like We tried to avoid London As much as we could There's so many dodgy venues In London Like um, me and Zach Played a gig there In I think I want to say Greenwich But I might be wrong And um, we Yeah we were a synthwave band At the time So we relied a lot On um, DIs uh, Things like uh, that yeah, the, yeah. The, the fucking sound guy Had no it Didn't have any DIs at all no, It's no. like Oh mate Oh yeah I've got one DI Which was a mono DI So we panned everything To the fucking le- Sorry <laughs> Panned everything To the left and so we had we had this gig where fucking half of our show was just coming out of one end of the speaker. <laughs> like uh, uh, we had no monitoring. Uh, it was or well, the monitoring was a practice amp. Uh, like, are you fucking oh kidding? But we just found so many venues in London were like yeah. that. You know, the, you know, the online they look like oh yeah, we need to play here. This looks great. They have yeah. all these fucking you know misleading photos. And I don't know. There's just so much dodgy shit going on. The bands were fine. Bands were all really like sound as fuck. Just the venues themselves, yeah. either they don't pay you, or they promise something, or they don't. Even though you're giving your tech spec, they won't fucking have it. Um, yeah. So we try to avoid London. No, that's where you're supposed to go if you want to. Yeah. try so we've got a hit list of places to go, but don't try to avoid it. To be honest,
0: yeah. No, I know exactly what you mean. When mm. I was when I was gigging in London, it was it was all kind of like uh, promoted gigs where mm. there'd be like four or five bands on and. Even if you bring like two hundred people you're gonna get like fifty quid each That's or something it, yeah man. like that. And you're just sort of thinking, Well, how is this sustainable? Yeah. You know. For sure. Don't get me wrong, It wasn't born, yes, I know money doesn't grow on trees. Yeah, you know, of course. you know, you can't expect to be earning like good money yeah. straight away. Especially if you're doing original stuff. Mm-hmm. But
1: bloody hell yeah it's true you, you heard of that uh, pay to play thing in London um, Ax- oh, I can't remember what they call it. they go under so many aliases because um, all the uh, the Facebook groups always out them the moment you get a chance it's like a pay to play thing So, like oh you pay them for yeah, a certain yeah. amount of tickets yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you got to kick back the tickets and then you keep that money so you essentially make nothing but they get the um, yeah the, the door cabinet. oh
0: yeah I think I know exactly who you're talking
1: about I think it's called a, a it might be called Access London now or something like or Live in London something like that well
0: they, they can't
1: be when you only paid to Pike
0: once in London. Let's face it. Yeah, it's too
1: many. Yeah, it's a dodgy, dodgy fucking scene, man. But Bristol, you find, you know, it's honesty. You know, you you get what you make an effort to. You know to do. You know I understand that a venue is not going to pay you the big bucks if yeah. no one's buying drinks behind their bar. Cause I've been on that sides where I have run a venue before, wow, and it's hard, and yeah, it's really no hard to see from no a doubt. band's perspective when a band shows up expecting to get paid. So oh yeah, where's uh, it's like guys, you, you didn't have, you, you've done nothing to promote the show. You bought like your mum, um, yeah. <laughs> and it's just how do you expect us to make a profit? You know, we put you on with this fucking awesome bands who have made such shit. They bought the crowd. Yeah. We're going to pay them. Like we're going to make sure that give them a couple of beers on the house. We're going to make sure they're compensated. It's, it's politics behind it, man. It's, it's a bit yeah. of a weird one. I wouldn't expect any band to play for free, but I do. Ex- I would expect them to make an effort. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's,
0: it, I mean, like a, a, not, a way around it that I found um, uh, in the last few years has been a uh, sort of being able to do covers as well, so you can do like your two 5 minutes, your two 60 minutes. Exactly. Um, that's how you really cut your teeth as well, mm-hmm. especially if you're playing the sort of music you want to write in as well. For sure. And
1: then you can start sneaking in your covers. That's smart, man. Honestly, um, that's a great way of doing it.
0: Yeah, uh, so that, that, that's how I've been, been doing it. And, and mm. it also means that we are open to you know, do your 30-minute opening slots mm-hmm. and things like that, where we won't be making yeah any money. But that'll be fine, because say, for example, like, the day after, we might be playing yeah such and such a bar so it balances You're, out like a yeah, little bit like no. 9.30 to midnight and we get paid like enough and especially now that we're a free piece yeah uh, we can it, it just makes life a lot
1: yeah of course man a yeah. lot
0: easier so, so there are definitely ways around it yeah uh and also just get you out and gigging as
1: well yeah man for sure I know everyone's like you know a lot of venues not a lot of them but a few will like oh yeah well you get the exposure mm. uh, it's like yeah, I know like your exposure doesn't pay my bills or whatever but sometimes yeah. you know you just got to kind of bite your tongue and you know kind of do a few of those shows every now and then mm. not saying do them on a permanent basis because no. I mean you've fucking written the music you're bringing your PA you know you've, yeah. you've spent a lot of money mm. on recording it's you know yeah
0: I think like if it's up to about an hour then anything above an hour uh, an hour above, I think you should. be
1: One hundred and ten percent, you should be getting paid.
0: If, if it's like a if it's like an opening slot, say at the Louisiana or something yep. like that, I get it, mm-hmm. I get it. If, if you're only going to pay per per person, yeah, I get, uh, I understand that. But if it's like, say we had a me and Connor were talking about this a few weeks ago mm-hmm. uh, about the hippodrome.
1: Oh, the uh, pl- uh, play for free sort of thing. Volunteer, uh, volunteer, yeah, volunteering. sorry.
0: <laughs> I if it's like the French Resistance or something like that.
1: Oh, dude. Because I'm part of um, Barbie, which is the bar, uh, Bristol Association. So it's like the, the collection of all the bars in Bristol. Okay. They've got their own Facebook page. It's toxic as fuck. Don't go on there. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 so, it's so horrible. But it's funny to watch it sometimes, just to watch it all unfold. The moment someone put it, yeah, man, fucking bang, bang, bang. Like, yeah. um, I think the guy from Bristol 365 is the, uh, uh, the monitor at of the page or the owner of the page or whatever. Yeah. And uh, he gave them a chance to openly apologize. And it's always the same fucking excuse. So it's like, oh yeah, well, our social media person, yeah, we, we didn't know that they were going to do that. Uh, well, yeah. It's like, fuck you, you knew what you were doing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, you know, if, if you need to, if your sink gets blocked, you still need to pay for your plumber. Mm. Exactly that. I, you know, like, um, I, I get a bit tired of seeing that argument, but it is true. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, so yeah. Uh, Are you fucking musicians? You know. (laughs) (laughs)
1: It's hard to see, because I have seen so many bands abuse that system because they're protected, you know, a band could go on Facebook and say, yeah, this this gig didn't pay us, um, or this venue didn't pay us, and it's like, well, you motherfuckers just showed up late, mm. you drank, you paid a shit set, you didn't advertise the show, you fucked off, to, you didn't watch any of the other bands, why think... should I reward such negligence on your half? Like, I completely understand that. Didn't know you'd seen my band before. <laughs> 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 i'm sure you're much nicer than those uh, yeah yeah, yeah. I, I i do like to think so
0: no no not not, not to say that i've been devoid of, of, of mistakes myself but no you you, you, you are right and it's, mm. yeah, it is yeah it can be abused when, when you are protected in that sort of way yeah so i understand i i think it just comes down to like really really simple things of just mm. being of just communication and just common decency and just and just putting the work in
1: yeah, well, that was it coming down to is it me, Mags. So a lot of those arguments I've had with either venues or other bands have been on social media and I you know, in the past, I don't even bother. If anyone wants to spark an argument, I don't bother. I say, Give me your number, PM me your number, I'm gonna call you, I'm gonna meet up with you, I'm gonna have a nice coffee, whatever, yeah. and we can sit down and we can talk about this. Yeah. The, you know, yeah 99 percent of the time they will never fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. no, <laughs> they yeah. will never do it.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, dude. That that that's exactly what I was about to say. Mm. Like, uh, uh, as if that that's how I would like to to, to deal with some. Like yeah, that. face to sure. face. You know, as there's too much discourse nowadays in comment sections. Exactly, and it doesn't help anyone. It's no. not the first time I've said this on on, on the show, so mm-hmm. apologies if I'm you know a broken record. Oh, mate. But um, <clears throat> the things with face to face, and I'm not the first one to bring this up, mm-hmm. uh, is like with me and you sitting across from each other. Yeah, completely read each other's, like you know. Uh, intent with, with what we're saying, so we, we, you know, we can see. You've got the tone of voice, you've got the face expressions, body language, Hi. yeah, etc., etc. So, if I was to say something harsh to you, I'd see your face kind of go a little bit, <laughs> and, and, yeah. and, I, and I'd feel bad because you know we're human, you know, and vice versa. For sure, uh, man. Uh, so, and you, you don't get that in the comment section. You you kind of have to imagine what someone's tone is, yeah, whatever, for sure, man. And then it, you could just read it completely wrong.
1: Yeah man. Uh, the amount of fucking 12-year-olds I threatened online.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so dude, I'll kick your ass.
1: <laughs> but, uh, it, uh, there's no point in it anymore. Like yeah, uh, as you said, yeah, just we need some just yeah, down to earth, you know, back how it used to be. Um yeah. you know, it's great, you know, technology's moving on, you know, we're all, you know, you know becoming a little bit more sensitive and a bit more aware of what we're saying at the mm. same time if someone can disagree, you know, they need to be Open to telling us, you know, where we went wrong, yeah, and yeah, move on from that. But yeah, that's right. Is it me? Like, it's just like you, you could, I'm an open book, you can tell me because I've <laughs> fucked up multiple times. our oh, hell, too many. Um, and it's learning from that. Um, and so I'm not blaming social media, <laughs> but you know, uh, I haven't helped myself uh, in the time because yeah, I was brand new to the platform, and like, oh,
3: fuck you, yeah.
1: um, but. Yeah.
0: You went in fresh. Yeah, it was you're, a weird one. You're like a, like a fresh pair of legs in like the eight, 85th minute in a football game it, or something. You it was, like, yeah, yeah kind of. <laughs> get way too into it too quickly. Because
1: I just thought that's how the world communicated but now that, but, um, you hmm. know, you learn your lesson, you know, uh, me and Zach got in trouble with... um. Uh, Feminist punk band. We didn't even know what we'd done wrong Uh uh, until they said what we'd done wrong. I now understand from a perspective. It was nothing like. I think we said the word. um, I don't know. uh, Hooker. I I think instead of sex worker. I think that was what we. And we said, all right. I totally understand. That's that's our bads. I didn't know hooker was. Uh, I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know. I don't tend to go online and like you know stay that, but, but I was willing to learn. Yeah, and I was willing to meet with these uh, ladies and just say, look, let's yeah, let's nice. have a drink, let's talk, you know. But you know everything that came out of my mouth. I'm not the most well brought up, you know. I'm not the vocabulary wise. I'm a bit shot to shit. Um, so everything they were just bringing up everything that I said You're like, oh you just called me love did you just call me mate I'm like I'm sorry I, I'm yeah, not yeah, I, it's yeah, not yeah. I'm not trying to belittle you I'm just I'm trying to it's, communicate yeah. with you on a, a le- but they just don't want to hear it Um, at the end of the day That's but we, sure. we learned our lesson yeah you know Uh. you know I hope they're doing well Um. yeah
2: it's yeah, <laughs> it, a weird
0: it, one it, it's a good way to be to sort of try and talk about these things face to face yeah you know especially around uh, sort of sensitive issue and uh, important issues like this Uh but yeah like um it, it's quite hard to keep track of like what words you can
1: and can't it's getting a little uh, yeah a little hard to keep hold of for sure yeah, yeah
2: but it, <laughs> I, know, I
0: think it's important i think it's coming from from a from a good place but
1: bloody hell, I, all,
0: all mm. what i've really understood recently is that i there's a lot of things that i'll just never understand
1: any particular? <laughs> 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 this I want to hear. <laughs> no, I uh, uh, no, that's,
0: that's, no, no, I think like you know, you just kind of got to like understand where where you are, sort of, like where you are, and just sort of, like I, I'm sure. never going to understand what it's like to have someone like be you know sexist towards me or something like that. Yeah, of course. Like, sure, yeah, okay, like yeah, guys can experience sexism too. It's, it's another form of prejudice, which is you yeah, stuff, I'm never going to experience in that same yeah in that. Same. Yeah, never going to be
1: on that level of understanding that you could yeah. sh- like ever.
0: Yeah. So I'm just yeah. Uh I'm just going to shut the fuck up about <laughs> it and, and just, and, and, just try, try, and just try and learn. You know. <laughs> well, at least I hope so. <laughs> I'm not even too sure what I'm going on about. To be honest. No, with. <laughs> no that's all right, mate. That's all right.
1: To be fair, I wasn't going to bring up the feminist punk band. To be fair, like. No, I, all right. No, bring it on. Bring it on. Well, I mean, it, it
0: sounds like you kind of like did what you could do to.
1: Man, that spat went on for about forty-eight hours, and really? uh, we yeah. were getting uh, all the sorts of people were coming involved. Mainly yeah. on our sides, um, yeah. mainly on our side, because they do, We've we done loads of work, especially for uh, you know safe gigs for women, the charity. We've okay. done a lot of work for them. Um, we know you know feminist issues are very much you know still here and still very much active. You know we do all we can not to you know make ourselves look better, but just because it's a good cause. You know? Yeah, we, we sure. put we put on gigs in Bristol. Um, we've called out people in the crowd before who have ever been uh, done anything like that's fucking disgusting. Disgusting. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, it is. But they seem to concentrate on the one thing that you fucked up on, and they don't want to hear, you know, what you've done, who you are, mm. where you come from, and, you know, they don't want to hear yeah. that. So the moment you make that one mistake, that's it. Like you mm. are flawed, and there's nothing you can do about it. It's like it. a
0: council culture, isn't it? That's exactly <laughs> it, yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, uh, there does seem to be a bit of that sort of going around of if you do fuck up, even if it's just saying, saying an outdated word, Yeah. Uh, for example, they won't let you. Yeah, no, no, no I, you know, I'm broad stroking here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I know stroking. what you mean. Uh, it does sort of feel like there's not too much of a road to
1: <laughs> yeah redemption. To,
0: to, to, yeah, <laughs> road, there's, 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 Yeah, it doesn't seem it to be like that. There's like no room for error.
1: Yeah, um, it's true. It's a man. lot of
0: compliance. Um,
1: I mean, there's some that have just absolutely fucked up. Like they've said the n-word on, like it's like, dude, that's just a word that's been fucking around. You don't say that for fucking forever. Like, yeah. come on, like you know, just things like that. You know, obvious fucking things. But then,
0: that
1: like, I was about to say in the seventies. Yeah, dude, you do. <laughs> you know not to say that shit. Your parents didn't raise you properly. What the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah. Um. You know that that case I can't understand. Like, oh, it just came out. Like, uh, that, what that PewDiePie, the YouTuber did that on a on a streaming know, service yeah, ages ago.
0: I, d- I didn't know too much about that. So what happened to
1: that? I think he was just on, a, he was doing like a Twitch stream or something like that and he was getting all frustrated and he, you know, blurted out the N-word. I think the moment he said it, looking at his eye, he knew exactly uh, what he, and he just, and then you could hear his mates online going like, oh dude, <laughs> <uh-oh>. <laughs> did you actually just say that? And um, it's, yeah, uh, he's been called out on it. But I mean, he's recovered from it. I mean, he's like one of the, he is the biggest YouTuber like on the platform. Um, yeah. uh, so I mean, I guess you can if you've got enough subscribers. <laughs> <Cut back laughs> from it. That's the lesson, kids. If you're famous enough, that like Michael Jackson, like you know, if you're famous enough, you can get away with it. Like, yeah, sadly <laughs> not enough, not say putting words into anyone's mouth. But, yeah, you know, it no, just,
0: it's, it's crazy. It's crazy how people get away with these. Yeah. These things, um, although I don't, I think that PewDiePie having a bit of a slip of the tongue and Michael Jackson. Are I mean, fans. that's They're kind of different casts on <laughs> <a different aren't laughs> for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No. We've we got a different rate the, the crime scene. There's you a meaningful oh, comparison yeah. there, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's a bit heavy-handed, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Felix. Sorry, mate.
1: <laughs> oh dear. No, yeah, but cra- crazy times, and um, yeah. Oh, man, it's supposed to be a music podcast, like I know, yeah, <laughs> Dude, like, like, like I, I said, yeah, tangents, man, that's
0: what it's all about. <laughs> <laughs> so, you were mentioned before about um, you were originally into the metal.
1: Uh, actually um scar was my first love um with mm. that music so um that 90s that uh, third wave scar um you know uh, so suicide machines real big fish say ferris you know uh, all those like 90s America, california no doubt um bands uh that was my love from when I was a kid when I first picked up a bass guitar that's what I wanted to do um turns out nobody loves scar anymore oh. <laughs> <laughs> There was, a, there was a couple of good songs. We had a great scene for it oh, and nice. I, I loved it. Um, I was in um, a metal band, uh, a paramore S band. I've been in so many fucking bands, dude, yeah. honestly. Uh, classic rock were, was my first love before that, before I learned how to play music. Um, and it's all kind of incorporated into one... Yeah, gorgeous uh, genre-breaking bands that is Fonzie & Company now. Mm. Um, No two tracks have ever been the same. I mean, I'm not going to suddenly write a Scar album for the band or anything like that. You're going to blend it in quite nicely, you kind of said. But I think Jean... uh, you know genres need to be bent now i think you know you've got those metal heads now or like metal bands you know it's five fucking beardy dudes in black t-shirts and you're like you cannot differentiate uh, you know unless you hear the album like who's that band oh that's attila who's that band oh that's straight from the path all right yeah you know they just kind of blend there's not really much of a uniqueness to me um mm. metal. there's some decent Like architects obviously huge awesome uh royal blood did uh, were pretty cool uh, at the time, I'm not sure if they're doing anything now. I think at the time they were fucking massive. Yeah, um, th-
0: those first two albums
1: are. Yeah, uh, that was that was really killer, good. absolutely yeah. awesome. But um um as I, I hate I hate the band. Uh, Bring me their rise and Olly Sykes said, "Why did you get uh, when they? When well, he was asked, why did you go pop? Why are you making pop albums now?" And he said, "Look, dude, when was the last time you heard of a rock star? When was the last rock star you genuinely idolized?" I, I couldn't, apart from Dave Grohl. I couldn't really think of anyone. Yeah. Um, so the last, like maybe from like the late noughties up to now, I can't really think of anyone new yeah. anyway. Cause I mean, it's, we had Anthony Kiedis, yeah, mm-hmm. Dexter Holland from uh, uh, Slash going back to the eighties. Now those are guitar rock gods. Mm-hmm. Those are the yeah. top tier, best of the best. Josh Homme. Josh Holmes. Yep, absolutely. I'm more a Distillers fan myself. Yeah, 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 yeah,
2: I know it's a t-shirt man.
1: <laughs> Uh, but yeah absolutely Quincy Stone Age um, Crooked Vultures yeah awesome um, but again this is made up of people who were going around in the 90s you know making yeah. super group like them Crooked Vultures Foo Fighters going from Nirvana or mm-hmm. back in the 90s yeah. I can't think of anyone again maybe architects who are on that level of commercialism for metal or yeah. rock um, I think I remember you saying on the last episode we had fucking what, scouting for girls and all that shite yeah, like, yeah. That, that,
0: that's my that, yeah. in the late noughties that was rock and
1: roll getting castrated. yeah dude it was though. What's great is um, now people are able to upload their own shit on streams and, you know, they're not relying on labels anymore because labels are kind of redundant now uh, in a way. Um, It's great because we have more music to listen to and some of the, I mean, I saw Red Hot Chili Peppers with my wife last year and no. i was i've never been more disappointed in my life really? and i, I just think uh no that was with um Josh klinghoff, Josh uh, klinghoff yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he he was good yeah, man a really good i think style, he was man. awesome i think obviously like you know it's hard to lose for shante at the time but yeah. he he was brilliant man i didn't yeah. have a problem with the guy um but kedis was obviously having problems on set so i heard i overheard some people Would paid 250 quid a ticket they play yeah, for an hour yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, he was clearly having some problems on stage. I just remember seeing a band before then uh, in Bristol who blew my fucking mind. I paid a fiver to see that. Yeah. And I just couldn't help but think like some of the bands are a little overrated now. They they let mm. their fame get to their heads. Um not all of them of course, yeah, just yeah. some of them, but I think some of the independent bands you're seeing on a level that you can see them for a fiver yeah. it's fucking insane.
0: Yeah, that, that's what I was going to say. Like you know we talk talk about like these big sort of famous rock stars. Yeah. I don't really I think the reason that we're not don't have too much to say about them is not so much about like that the music's not getting made. I just think that it's, yeah. just, it's just less. It, it, yeah. It, it it it's um it's just has got as wide a reach as possible. Yeah. But it, it's the same for a lot of different music apart from like your super big pop and rap artists.
2: Yeah.
0: For rock music, there's something like different like offshoots of it. Yeah. And you can really pick and choose, and it's quite hard to have like a set culture around certain.
1: Yeah. Certain bands absolutely is,
0: you know, because uh, we've got like limitless ways of hearing music now, uh, yeah. You know, YouTube, Spotify, you know, like, it's a blessing and a curse, it's a blessing and a curse. But I mean, like, if you look hard enough and you know what you're looking for, mm-hmm. uh, like, you know, the bands, uh, current bands now that I absolutely worship, like Rain uh, Yeah. really good. For, uh, have you come across them?
1: I know of, but, oh um, man, their first album absolutely wicked, yeah.
0: Um, yeah and you, uh, yeah, Jordan Cook's an amazing frontman, uh, guitarist as, Damn, as well, all yeah, right.
1: So, um, Rain that's
0: yeah. Uh, so when you're talking about like current rock rock stars it's not even a phrase that I don't think has Holtman's water anymore rock stars it kind of feels more like a parody of itself it's true man. you know Um, but anyways like a great rock musician anyways um yeah, Smith Street band who are an Aussie group. Um, um, they... Um, God,
1: I haven't I seen always bang, them. I always
0: bang on about them. I absolutely, <laughs> absolutely
1: love them. that to do with a super deep voice? No, they're, Is, they're I not. Of someone else? They're an Aussie band. They're an Aussie band. Someone, um, I think Jed, because he's from New Zealand, were going on about Smith Street bands. He's seen them with sticky fingers, I want to say. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I think they were support. Again, I might be wrong. It was—I think it was Brian Fallon uh, oh. of um, the Gaslight Anthem. Uh, he has his own band. I'm fairly sure they were supporting, and I haven't seen. But they they, they play mm. quite small places in yeah. comparison to like what, what they are, aren't they?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when I saw the uh, yeah, Smith Street Band in Bristol, they're playing. Oh, it's next to that. Oh, I can't remember the name of the venue, but it's tiny. Oh shit! It's tiny. Uh, uh, yeah, but it was cool as hell.
1: Yeah, really good band um, it must be awesome to see a yeah. band that you love on that intimate level yeah,
0: right? yeah oh my god I think that's probably why I love them so much if I saw them in like massive arenas or something like that yeah, I'd probably changes. feel a little bit less connected yeah and it's just that sort of because the songwriting's really hard on sleeve it's really nice to be up and close mm-hmm. whilst they're doing it I think that, sure. that, that's kind of like you lose a little bit of that when you get to the bigger absolutely uh, to, to the bigger venues um, and yeah and then there's uh, Courtney Barnett as well Rings a
1: bell. Uh, she's again Australian. Just uh, the loop pedal lady. No, nope, uh,
0: she might use a bit of loop pedals, but she, she plays with a band. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, very grungy, really cool songs. Uh, she's had two records out. She did another record a few years ago with Kurt Vile. Okay. Called "Lot of Sea Lice That's really worked. Like jangly guitars, very surfy. Very yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. So th- there's there's always stuff out, I mean, out there. There's obviously a mm-hmm. font in the company as well. <laughs> Keeping it real. Yeah, for sure. <laughs>
1: I mean, that saying, keeping it real, like that recording, we wanted it to be as raw and as... We like reliving that nostalgia of, you know, when... you know. I think it's on our Facebook page, you know, when real musicians ruled the world Mm. rather than, you know, what uh, BBC is going to make you listen. I I don't know who's listening to radio uh, nowadays. Like, it's hard to... I mean, every now and then... I never did, really. Yeah, same. I mean, it's great with Alexa and all that. You can just say, oh, I I, I think... um, Uh, One of my relatives... I've just been to see my relatives over the weekend. And he was listening to a fucking radio station in Arkansas that was um, from a greenhouse, basically but I mean, it's on such a worldwide scale and and some of the music he was playing was that awesome, that that, um, ZZ Top, Hendrix, um, that really old school country rock, um, uh, deep blues, uh, R&B. It was gorgeous. Nice. And, you know, it really does put those radio stations, you know, I'm not going to listen to fucking Cardi B, WAP uh, uh, anytime Mm. soon, (laughs) whatever the fuck that is. Um, But it's so good to have access (laughs) to that shit. That really is.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I know what you mean. I mean, like I said, there's, there's always going to be good, exciting stuff out there. It's just knowing where to, to look. And I, I was never into, like, Radio 1 or Top of the Pops. No, nah. I'd, I'd pay attention to when I was growing up if, like, a
1: band I liked was in the charts. Were you ever into NTV ever?
0: Yeah, like, i watched watch a little bit of it. Like, yeah. um, I was kind of part of, like, the Kerrang! generation, MTV2 Shit, yeah, uh, man. and all that. Um, So, yeah, no, so got kind of into, into Yeah, that. I mean, that, that's how I discovered music, really, was watching... Um. Uh, music video for about Chili Peppers Can't Stop nice that's what kind of got me interested in playing playing guitar oh that's cool and the video was quite a big part yeah
1: absolutely Um,
0: yeah so yeah back in the day I was
1: I think I'm about uh, you're 29 did you say yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the same man so yeah Karanskas and Yeah. uh, yeah That was that was me, you know, fucking yeah. texting like like how much was it like a fifty five p to send in a text for your musician uh, for your request in a video. Oh it's my like, god, I never did that. You, you never. Well,
0: you're you're playing more
1: hardcore. Than oh, me. dude, I spent my allowance <laughs> in like a day. <laughs> <laughs> fucking pay as you go phone. And my mum's like, what, what what the fuck happens to you? <laughs> I don't know like a Nokia thirty three ten. Yeah, dude. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that shit. I miss it. I really uh, do. Yeah, I miss I, mi-
0: I miss having a brick phone. Those things were the. Yeah, there was so much more fun.
1: Yeah, dude, you miss, you know, you misspell a text to your girlfriends, play some Snake and... uh, Snake (laughs) snake too, man. Now it's all, you know, Instagram and Tinder and... ah, dude, I can't. I I mean, I never did the whole dating app thing as well. That's a whole new world to me. Oh,
0: you missed out. Is it good? No. That's, that's the perspective yeah. I'm getting from no, most people. Uh, yeah, I don't know, I don't know, man. It just is what it is. It's uh, you know dating apps like tools like any other. Like <laughs> a, there, it's like a you know it's like having a hammer. You can you can build a house with it or you can hit yourself with a piece
1: of it. You know what I mean? Like it,
0: um, you know, you, you, it, it can be a bit of a rabbit hole for some folks.
1: Yeah, dude. Sounds like I mean, uh, uh, Zach uh, uses Grinder. Well, he used to use it. He hates it now. And yeah, I've never seen so many dicks. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of dicks. I'm like, look at that dude's dick. Like, oh, well, wow. I quite like this dude's dick. I'm like, nah, man, really? I'm not sure. <laughs> it's no, just, it's, I mean, not immediately, but the moment like, you get into Messenger, they start Messenger just dicks, 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 Straight dicks. away. Yeah, well, straight I, away.
0: I heard that it, that's what it can be like for some ladies ladies on Yeah, uh, ladies uh, as well, on, absolutely. On, on, on like, um, Tinder and, and all that stuff. The uh,
1: the, the fabled dick pic is supposed to <laughs> be I feel so sorry that you have to fucking look at that shit yeah, like no, nasty I, I can, man yeah
0: I, I, I can see why there's so many feminist punk bands about Yeah, yeah like, right. to, to be fair I yeah okay I I, I get it a, li- uh, a little I would, bit yeah.
1: I, I can understand it I would be yeah. fucking angry as well yeah oh. you can't just it's
0: just so <laughs> like such outrageously stupid what a silly thing to do
1: <laughs> how could you possibly benefit from this yeah. <laughs> there's literally no win for you in this scenario absolutely as soon as yeah. you go, oh nice dick yeah come over yeah yeah <laughs> like, yeah it's the best thing that could happen and that so, uh, it seems yeah. very unlikely. If
0: anyone's listening and want to send a dick pic, the email address is the Simon Campbell instant at <laughs> Send them in, me and Fonzie will rate them out of 10. Oh, uh,
1: yeah, rate my dick. <laughs> <laughs> the new segment. <laughs> 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 it's
0: a time you've been waiting for. It's over in the inbox. Oh, I love it. <laughs> oh, that's the content you, that, you, that you don't pay for. First. Absolutely, man. <laughs> This is why we're not on Patreon. To ask you about was uh, was your influence because I know you've mm-hmm. you've got your background in SCAR, you said that was your mm-hmm. first love, got metal. So, how does that sort of work
1: with fonzie and the company now? Um, so I'm big into songwriters over anything. I've never actually listened, well never actually listened to a whole album. Sorry, that's <laughs> I've never uh, most of the time to- I've only got 10 albums I can listen to from start to finish. Um but I find that only because my uh, my attention span is fucking awful. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> songwriters that can have a different variety. I, I mean, I'm not saying I'm a huge Beatles fan. I never have been. However, I can really respect their songwriting because mm. each song just sounds so different from the last and it, they, don't exact, they never exactly confine themselves uh, into like a rabbit hole of like, oh, we're pop rock. Like we have yeah. to do a pop rock song, you know. So that kind of thing inspired me a little bit. No, not the Beatles, though. I'm more, more of a Stones fan. But that's... Uh, um, went, I think my first album that I ever bought was really weird. So it was Herman's Hermits Live. Uh, yeah, yeah. Very strange. I think it was nice. my mum's. Uh, my mum had the album when I was a kid. She used to play Who it a lot. Herman
0: Hermits.
1: Her- her- Herman's Hermits, a band Herman's from the Hermits. 60s. Um, no. Uh, no Milk Today. Uh, I'm something. Tells me I'm into something. No? Oh, uh, right. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so, okay. really, <laughs> really fucking pointless band. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, they were. Um, my mum's uh, influence of. Uh, my mum's a singer in a band herself. Ah. Um, so, her growing, listen, listening to her singing always like attracted me to the idea of doing it myself uh, so she was very much into disco um uh, Anne Murray uh the Carpenters things like that so the, we're talking 70s 60s yeah um going into 70s yeah um and I never really fell in love with rock really until I was about 14 15 so I was quite a late bloomer in that sense uh, but then it was all about it all about rock from there and Influences started come in like I, I listened to Dookie for the first time and it blew my fucking mind. <laughs> I listened to um, Pixies' Surfer Rosa, blew my fucking mind. I didn't know what to take of this because not a lot of kids were listening to that kind of thing mm. in my school anyway. Yeah, uh, it was all P-
0: a, Pixies are quite a uh, quite hard one for for, for the palate at times, aren't yeah, they? Because sure. they really go off on one every now and
1: again. But that's the same same with the Beatles perspective, the Pixies perspective. You know that each song is a little bit that you can go like really hard, super mm. soft, very funk that it's just that's what i love about that kind of songwriting so pixies have been a huge influence especially with fonzie and company how you can go from song to song that all sound totally different but still have that quality of songwriting involved um it's as you said it's not for everyone it's a very niche um genre i guess Mm. but um no that's why i love it man um so there's a little bit of green day in there we put a little bit of we listen to rush a lot Recently, nice. so yeah, especially with Neil Pert dying yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, recently, like I just thought I put on the back catalogue, um, Moving Pictures, mm. gorgeous album. I
0: never quite got into that.
1: Yeah, it's, again, my, like Pixies, just not for everyone. I oh no, it,
0: I, I really like Pixies. All oh,
1: right, I really like Pixies. I, um, uh,
0: yeah, but I tried. Is it the Doolittle record? Doolittle, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's got some amazing moments on it, but there would just be one song every now and again. That will just throw I'd it off. To, I, I'd have to skip through it. I totally which get it. I hate it. doing on albums. Yeah. But it just goes a little bit mental. Even, <laughs> even by my standards. Oh, no, uh, but um, yeah, I could, you know, never say never, you know, so it, it could turn out that I get really into rush after having said this. I but, would,
1: uh, to be honest, little's a great album. I, weirdly, weirdly enough, um, Head Carrier by Pixies, so it was their, not their latest one, Beneath Theory, but the one before that. I would, much rather listen to that than do little. Um mm. their songwriting is just it doesn't go too insane it goes a little bit out of comfort zone but not too much where it's just a little bit hard to listen to. Yeah. Um so yeah it's a lot smoother songwriting very gorgeous but like very hard when it wants to be. Yeah, I mm. definitely recommend that if you're going to try Pixies uh, again. Yeah. Uh, Rush um Geddy Lee's voice uh, the singer's just <laughs> it's a, it's a weird one. Yeah. And everyone loves Zeppelin but uh-huh. Geddy Lee is a
0: <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't really mind it. His vocals never really been a problem for me. Yeah, just
1: uh, the music in general is a I don't little. Know,
0: but like, it's, it's like it's it's great. It's awesome and it's so technical <laughs> and really like vibrant. I just I've just never gotten into. I just don't dig dig on the songs that much for nah, some enough, I, But this is me talking now, and you might find me in two weeks, and I might have a rush teacher. <laughs> you know so who knows
1: <laughs> the the, the, uh, the EP isn't exactly that technically sound it's all very four four three four. I think there's a couple of like time signatures we yeah, dick yeah. around with a little bit but it's yeah, very it's, uh, straight it's, more it's the tone. so real it's like a 6-8 it's something, yeah, that, exactly that. Oh man, we had such an argument at the beginning <laughs> of that record. Sam was insisting it was, um, uh, we just thought it was just straight 3-4. And yeah. when I was tracking the guitar, Sam wasn't there. So I had to video him and say, mate, this doesn't sound right. The time signature is like, mate, it fucking is. It's mm-hmm. like, it's, it's in triplets, it's in... I'm like, dude, this is a free fall. Yeah. It just gonna, we eventually worked it out. But um, yeah. that's why I love, how again, like talking about it just honestly and just saying yeah. like, dude, you're a dick, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you're so fucking wrong. And then the moment it turns out I'm the dick, it's like, oh, man, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. let's never speak of that again. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, technically sound, it's just it's more of the tonality. There's very simply written songs. There's nothing overly, anyone can play them. They're not complicated. It's the Green Day bar chords, you know, mm-hmm. four, maybe five chords at the very most. Um, uh, there's a couple of really weird, like chord progressions I put in there, but to be honest, I like simplicity. I think mm-hmm. simplicity done well can be better than any fucking prog. Um, yeah. That you put in there, but yeah, a little rush. Yeah. Um, we put a little bit of Cranberries. as well. Fleetwood Mac with the uh, mm-hmm. four five way harmonies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, going on. Um, Pixies obviously a big one. As I just said, mm. uh, man, it doesn't. The genres never stop. We, mm. di- I know a lot of bands say like, oh yeah, man, we're all so different, and uh, <laughs> they've all got the same fucking Dream Theater t shirt on, you know. <laughs> um, and you know, it comes from everywhere, man. Honestly, uh, again, Jed from being from New Zealand, like he loves a lot of those uh, Australian bands, and I think they're really into their reggae out there Ooh. as well um that sort of psychedelic rock that kind of thing he brings like such a gorgeous bass tone to the whole thing and mm. he's just got such an understanding and he scales man scales when it's right not not doesn't overdo it hits the root notes just when it's perfect uh, i love jed as a bass player like nice. couldn't be happier with him uh olivia the singer she fucking loves lady gaga paramore um yeah big on the v- uh, female vocals for sure yeah uh, Zach just listens to fucking like the most obscure bands <laughs> I've ever heard. He just introduced me to um, Tame Impala's one he really likes. Mm-hmm. Um, again, Australian Influencer I don't know where it all yeah. comes from. Yeah, the um, Aussies yeah. are
0: kicking our asses at the minute. We need to, step yeah, dude, I up know. Step up the game, man. Honestly,
1: I'm, li- I'm listening to a lot of stuff from Japan at the moment because yeah. because uh, they're still like got punk and scar in the charts over there. I'm like that's fucking awesome. Yeah, why, can't, why why can't we do that? But yeah, Trend, I guess. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Well, I guess uh, got some interesting locations that we can travel to to do our shows.
1: <laughs> For sure. Well, we're supposed to be going to New Zealand next year, potentially. Uh. Um, but that's probably not going to happen. I mean, uh, yeah, with everything going on, that, yeah. that seems extremely unlikely. I mean, we've got two shows coming up this year and I'm very hesitant to see if they... I mean, there was a spike two mm. days ago when it went up to like 3,000 people or something ridiculous. Yeah. Right? It's just like, it, you want to be optimistic, but you've got to be realistic at the same time. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah, yeah it, it's tough. How have, have you been coping with not with not gigging?
1: Uh, I haven't minded it. I've found, I've found Outlooks. Um, I've spent more time with my wife than ever. So to be honest, music was a, kind of a second priority for me, even when writing the EP. It was just nice to just step back and go, shit, we haven't got a gig coming up. We can take our time. Um, you're always at home, so you've always got content to post online and things like that. Um, I didn't mind it too much. I still don't mind it that much now. Gigs are great. I love gigs, mm. don't get me wrong. But it was nice to kind of, I've been doing it for like 15, 15, 20 odd fucking years. And just having two or three months when you're not gigging, is just whew, yeah. wow. Like it was, you, didn't, you never really know you needed that break until the break happens. You're like, shit, I really yeah. needed this. Well, it's been like, six months now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, shit. Oh, we went to a gig um, last week in Bristol uh, oh, wow. that was um, outside in a beer garden. But you can just so see how easily COVID spreads because like there the, the are covers bands, everyone's at their tables, about 300 people outside, like all sitting at their table, you know, you know, all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, the last two or three songs, you know, they'll crank out fucking Eagles Hotel California and literally about eight, people's worth of tables run to the front and they're all like slow dancing all like grinding against each other and you just shit this is how it happens yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: especially when booze gets thrown into the equation yeah man. exactly man yeah, yeah. especially when booze, uh, people, that get, people get less less careful <laughs>
1: yeah uh, I'm, I'm super eager to get back out on the road again like 100% Uh, this this time just to you know concentrate technically you know practice on it you know something I used to be drunk all the time on stage and sometimes I would just uh, miss my miss my fingers um sing out a key you know just constantly complain about the monitoring and when it was absolutely fine I've been sober for two months now uh, Mm. so it's good thank you (laughs) but that, that that was just a thing you know um coming back and just having that time at home just to you know, work on work on your scales, work on your fingering, you know. Because I'm not a lead guitarist by any means. I love rhythm. I love keeping it tight. I love. Um, that's just me. I'm a songwriter, not um, a fucking uh, Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> that's just it. Um, so in that perspective, yeah, really nice to uh, just sit back, you know, get get back to the basics, and then build up from there. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it's a nice way to level off as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Because um, you know and it's not just the you know uh, pressure of playing on stage it's often like you know finding the venue parking up like for if sure you're, um, having <laughs> to do your own backline, like you know do your own pa and everything yeah yeah everything like that uh last show i did before one of the last shows i did before lockdown was uh at ashton gate okay oh nice so, like not in the not in the stadium but uh, on, on like a truck outside it was before one i think it was before the bristol bears game very cool. Um, yeah, so we're just playing on a truck outside. As there's fans going in, but it was rain. Ah, it was it down with rain, and it was windy as well. So it was going like horizontal. Very nice. Onto all of our PA <laughs> guitar pedals. <laughs> so uh, we had to like run out and like get like some like uh, paper towels from like a hot dog stand Shit. and just like, wipe everything down no. before the gig. Yeah, so it's rock and roll as fuck, man. I yeah, like so at, so the actual like playing part was actually the most relaxing part. <laughs> So I'm not complaining for one second, but it's just like just a constant spikes of
2: yeah. adrenaline
0: and everything. Yeah, um, of course, man. No, as, uh, as, I live as, for that. Yeah, as, as useful as it is, it's still nice just to level off.
1: Yeah. But <laughs> it's
0: been six months and I'd quite like to get back to it. Yeah. So.
1: yeah no, I, I, we'll I, see. We'll see. Yeah, definitely had the time to reflect and just, yeah, ready to get on with it now for sure, mm. as I'm sure a lot of bands are.
2: Mm.
0: No doubt. Yeah, especially with uh, you've got this EP coming out. So, what's
1: the plans for uh, its launch? Uh, so, the launch is technically supposed to be at Louisiana, uh, 20th of November. We're good friends with Law, who uh, runs uh, the venue. She's been such a help with this band with uh, photography, getting us shows, putting us, she's been an absolute godsend. Uh, love you, Law. Um, however,. They don't know. Um, it's booked, technically. Um, they're going to find out more in October. It depends how the spikes go. It depends if they the government introduced new laws. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to plan on trying mm-hmm. to do it downstairs because, I mean, you're not going to get a fucking spaced out, a socially distanced show in that bit upstairs. Oh, no, uh, with, with yeah. the staircase. Yeah, there. exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's just going to be a clusterfuck. So, yeah. I mean, downstairs, you got your tables there. There's a nice mm-hmm. big space at the back. Um, we can do it that way. Um, it, but it's all depending what happens yeah, yeah it's a shame but as far as we're aware it's still going ahead and mm. we're going to put all proceeds towards all ticket money towards Louisiana as well oh, nice. um, just to do. give them a hand it's Yeah, on nice one yeah we'll see but I think we've got a um, band called Land Captains who are a good uh, good friends of ours they're like um, hard rock mm. uh, almost a little bit of classic yeah uh, yeah
0: I've, I've, I've heard land, of Land Captains before might, might be another guest that uh, might have
1: up. yeah uh hugo the lead singer um yeah he gets ready he's also i think he's also a bim student might be wrong but he, he's gotten around really talented musician uh good friends with that guy and a, a band called head noise who are from um, Aberdare in wales they're the most in they're, they're so strange <laughs> <laughs> they're so good and so strange it's like synth synth punk but like very like craft work oh, meets okay. uh Sex Pistols I can't explain it they wear like fucking you know the tinfoil hats and the Cyclops glasses Amazing. on stage they're like, we are, they, you know, really <laughs> it's they get fucking nuts it. vocoders man. Ah. yeah they're, they're, they're fucking brilliant I love it uh, oh man yeah we got good friends with them uh, back when we played in the synthwave band and we just <laughs> uh, never lost touch like...
0: keep me posted about this gig I, uh, yeah, if, if it goes ahead I'd love to uh, I'll,
1: I'll be there man oh man the bells on it'd be awesome to see you there bro yeah
0: likewise <laughs> yeah, yeah no no for sure I, I, I'd love to be there so uh, keep me posted i'm excited about that prospect yeah. Uh, yeah we'll see hopefully hopefully the numbers stay low enough for it to
1: yeah uh, <laughs> for it to
0: happen so uh yeah hey folks just uh plenty of vitamin c vitamin d exercise <laughs> don't booze it up too heavy that's it that's exactly it uh, and uh and it can happen <laughs> uh, but yeah. do you have anything else uh, in in the pipeline Uh, For that launch or is it
2: Mm, it,
1: nothing new like um, you guys won't have heard this EP beforehand so we're just going to play the entire first EP and the entire Mm. uh, second EP and then yes it's a good 45 to an hour and 15 minutes worth of material that you may or may not have heard we're not a massive band Um, we understand that a lot of people may not have heard but I mean with the PR going out that just went out this week there's a lot of people who didn't realise we had this first EP out already it's been sitting there for a year and I was just in a rush to get content out straight away so we could start planning gigs and start getting it so there was no PR behind that first EP at Mm. all I just wanted content bang get out there a couple of people reviewed it a few radio stations but over the last year with finding people uh, have just been discovering it like by accident like for, for no effort of my own which is awesome yeah. uh, so just a nice old good old fashioned fucking rock show I think we all need it nothing no frills no, no no games just <laughs> straight up free bands you know nice and to the point like it used to be oh man I'm excited
2: <laughs> for that I'm excited
1: for that bro I was supposed to be playing Halloween as well uh, in High Wycombe
0: really?
1: yeah what, what's, what, what's the likelihood of that going ahead? I don't know. It's a, I'd be curious to see how they're going to do it. It's a big-ish place. I think mean, you go got about maybe a 200 cap there, uh, potentially. It's just a nice raised stage, but I'd be curious to see. Last time we went there, it was just... Pissheads got in a fight with uh drummer. Uh, not exactly a fight, but uh, with um, Sam, our drummer, the previous band that was supporting us. Uh, we were like a pop-punk band, and there was this guy trying to start a pit. Uh, there was what, six people in the fucking crowd. You know that one guy this yeah, crowd killing yeah. like going to the edge and like just banging into people for the you know there's obviously like six seven people there just like watching this guy yeah. <laughs> just trying to start something and you think thinking, dude that if that guy's at the gig like he's gonna ruin it for everyone yeah
0: there's always one unfortunately <laughs> oh that reminds me of reading one of your older <laughs> interviews so uh something about getting in, into a fight at a gig and then getting signed
1: afterwards uh, yeah, it was uh, that was um, with uh, my old band, uh, Hey Casanova. So we um, we signed with uh, yeah the label at the time. Um, and then we went on tour with You and Me at Six. Wow. That. Um, that was long, long, long time ago. But um, it was it, we weren't actually signed after that gig. The one that we got a fight, we got signed. At, uh, played in uh, the King Tut's in Glasgow, maybe Edinburgh um, shortly after that. But um, in Portsmouth, uh, we played a gig. Um, and it was a Southampton Portsmouth game there. That, you know, oh, you live twenty miles away from me. I hate you. Uh, you know that, yeah, that, yeah. that fucking football rivalry makes, per- makes perfect. Yeah, success. of course it does. Yeah, makes, uh, yes. fo- football were never understood. But anyway, that um, some guy. To be fair to him, was a bit of a fucking idiot for showing up to a gig in Portsmouth with a Southampton t-shirt on, especially after Portsmouth had just lost.
0: Not wise. Yeah. Uh,
1: so it was a big gig. Um, yeah, it was a good few hundred people there. So like, it was a big crowd. Uh, nobody had really ever heard of us. Uh, we loved to drink. We loved uh, yeah, to do a little bit of substance on the side. You know, that was just how we'd ruled, you know, you know, <laughs> want to be rock stars, you know. And um, we saw this guy about halfway through the set. This guy was getting pushed around proper, and he was like t- turning around, saying like, "What the fuck? And We're not doing anything, mate. We're not, <laughs> we're not doing it." You know, pu- I stopped the song halfway through, and I said, "Look, motherfuckers, either enjoy the show, leave that fucking guy alone, or fuck off." Sort of thing. Yeah. And yeah, uh, you, know, you got the usual like, "Woo, okay." We've yeah. uh, you know, I just didn't want a fucking fight kicking off. Um, yeah. We we continued to play the set. And um, it, it it didn't stop. This guy kept getting pushed around. And all of a sudden, we get a bottle thrown at us on stage, smashes our bass player like on his bass. He throws his bass on the floor and fucking jumps into the crowd. Bearing in mind, two, three hundred, it's, you can't move uh, with the crowd that's there. Fucking starts swimming over and it, just towards these guys that have been pushing the Southampton. Am- uh, South and then I jumped in in yeah. the <laughs> background. And just this full-on fucking fight broke out. <laughs> Um, and uh, I got um, I got punched in the eye. He, uh, John, uh, the bass player at the time, got a bottle smashed on his head. Uh, this I, I don't know why they weren't doing out plastics. Maybe that was the gig that influenced having plastics. Yeah. So this was around <laughs> two thousand seven, two thousand eight. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, after they, the bouncers kicked them out, we went back on stage. Um, however, like we had to have someone see us. Luckily, they had uh, the bar was trained in uh, CP. The, the, Medical. First stage. First stage, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they just came up with a couple of plasters, just like did, <laughs> did his little gash and went back on stage and finished the show. But like the the crowd were not really moving. But after that, motherfucker oh, they uh. were moving. <laughs> <laughs> But, like I don't do that anymore. Fuck, nah. I never do that shit anymore. You call out shit when it's appropriate, but like getting into fights, doing the whole jackass, dirty Sanchez shit, you know, just yeah. like the you know lads, 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 that kind of shit. It's I'm I'm over it, dude. Yeah, like, I'm so over. There's only it.
0: so many bottles you can take to the head. I you know, know, man.
1: <laughs> 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 St- <laughs> fucking stab bottle, man. It
2: do it. <laughs>
0: At least you can be sort of, like, uh, sober and, like, not thinking what if. It sounds like you've kind of done everything that you wanted to... This, yeah, That did, did you, did you would want to do. You yeah. It sounds, it sounds like you, you've, you've ticked everything off the bucket list.
1: That's it, man. I'm not going to be, like, Coldplay and, like, having... Like, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to have my, my fucking dark, organic chocolate backstage. Uh, uh,
3: never meant to cause trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going
1: to do that shit, but... Um, the same, it's good to enjoy yourself. I mean, again, I'm staying sober for as long as I can now. Nice. But it's fucking boring, (laughs) to say the least. Uh, You know, I've always had that, like, you know, you need that crutch on stage. You need, like, a little beer on stage just to, like, not to get necessarily trash, just to loosen yourself up a bit. I don't get stage nerves, but it's, you know, part of your artillery going on stage Mm. to always have that. So when, uh, technically, this gig in October will be the first time I've played sober in Mm. 15 years. Nice. And I'm not sure. I'm probably going to be like, oh, I'm quite good when I put my mind to <laughs> it sometimes. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a weird one. But, yeah. yeah, looking forward well, to
2: I'm, it. I'm I'm
0: confident for you, man. Well, you've Thanks, done man. two months already, which is a, which is a big old achievement. Yeah,
1: the non-alcoholic beers help for sure. Yeah, they're um, not so
0: bad. They're
1: lovely, for man. Little, I'm doing a yeah, little yeah. tour in my head. Honestly, it's fantastic. Yeah. Like yeah, you wouldn't know the difference. They're a lot cheaper. Yeah, and, um, <laughs> that's for sure.
0: <laughs> and it's nice because uh, you know I I've, I've taken breaks from booze like a like a yeah like a month here or there, or, little bit of detox. Sort uh, of thing. Yeah, yeah, a L- little bit of detox every now and again. You mm. just kind of feel like you know just want to focus on other things. Mm. And, yeah, so I've had a few sessions on uh, drinking, um, say I'd be at the pub with my mates and I'd be drinking, I'd just be on like a 0% Peroni or something nice. like that. And it's different, isn't it? Because you'll get up and go to the toilet and you'll just feel completely coordinated. It's strange. <laughs> you'll like look at yourself in the mirror when you're washing your hands and be like, huh, I can see clearly.
1: <laughs> I do miss it a little bit, I must admit. Um, That's not true. It just kind of fueled on, you, you know, it, yeah, it's, I, you don't know. I don't know. It's really hard. I can't explain it. Like mm. it's it's great. Uh, at the same time, I'm waking up. I'm going to bed at fucking like 10. thirty ten. Yeah. Day, I'm waking up at like seven in the morning. You know, it's great for my job. You know, I'm yeah. coordinated properly. I run a restaurant, so I need to be kind yeah, of fucking yeah. on it. You're probably in a better mood as
0: well because you're never
1: hungover. Or it's yes, like like a strange that. one. I can't. I don't know. Hangovers kind of like I loved it. I loved going on tour and waking up with a hangover. It's the it's the strangest thing. I can't explain it. But you're in a kind of mindset a hangover when you don't give a shit about anything. Your head hurts. <laughs> You, you, you know you stink of cigar and cigarette smoke your nose is like halfway up your fucking forehead like it's strange but I loved it I can't explain it I'm one of the only guys that enjoyed hangovers yeah. I can't explain it like yeah. just that mindset that you're in like nothing else matters you've had a great night well uh, I mean at least from your perspective until your mates come and tell you how much of a twat you've been <laughs> yeah, sort of knocking the
0: door for your neighbours yeah that's it <laughs>
1: But uh, I'm, I'm done with it, man. Um, yeah. Health-wise, you know, I've got mm. to fucking be careful uh, as well. Um was coked out of my uh, tits. So I had to go into, you know, I've done the rehab as well. Like, oh, uh, really? when, I was, when I moved out of Howlett, when I was 18, 19, I um, was on coke for about a year and a half, two years, and it was expensive habit. It's not fucking cheap, especially, mm. like, working a part-time job. Like, it's not yeah. easy. Um, but, yeah, again, like, looking up to those rock stars, like, you know, Slash, Steve Tyler, you know, all those, like, mm. glam rockers, you know, and Motley Crew, um, that's what I aspire to be. It's like you have to be trashed in order to be cool, you have to be yeah. trashed, you know. But Pixie's been on fucking heroin for most of Doolittle, like you know, that's where the songwriting comes from, mm. you know. That's but you know, you realize after a while it's bullshit, yeah, because half their audience were on fucking crack and heroin, <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah yeah it's clarity Uh, it Mm. really is knowing that you don't have to be that way in order to you know produce a good album or just to feel like someone you know music does fuel that and you forget that you lose track of it after a while
0: yeah and a lot of these bands although they they were really wrecked in the early years most Mm. of them clean up right yeah
1: dude absolutely yeah Uh, Axl Rose is still doing his thing yeah he's he's right. yeah so it, just seems, it seems to be an it was a thing in the past being trashed at a show. I think the last thing I saw was Billy Joe Armstrong being trashed. Did you see that iHeartRadio show? That no. the, yeah, it was years ago. It was iHeartRadio, and um, they got they had a big fucking um, timer on the, at the back of the gig. Oh, I've seen yeah. that clip. Yeah, and it was just like I've got one fucking minute left. What the? F- I'm not Justin Bieber, you motherfuckers! Like, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, play, he's he's trashed throughout the entire show. Like just screaming, just and he smashes his guitar up on the end, like one fucking minute, fuck you, like that. And he went into rehab shortly after that. I think that's the last time I saw something that makes sense. Yeah, Yeah. But but I think it's just kind of overrated now. You just got to be careful with what you say and what you do. You're getting paid to do this shit.
0: Yeah, Uh, a a lot of people I uh, look up to are like sober as well. So it's it's nice to know that you know you don't need to yeah be like. Off your tits. To, uh, yeah, it's to, true
1: to, to be a to be a good musician, you know. Yeah, absolutely, man.
0: You know, uh, you know, obviously there's exceptions and whatnot, <laughs> but like, I, I think it's like really important to li- listen to yourself and your own like physical and mental like well-being. Yeah, and uh, which it sounds like that, that that's what you've done.
1: Yeah, it's uh, yeah, still trying to uh, not battling with it exactly. That's uh, you know, I've been fucking married and with the same woman for eight years, and she knows as well as I do. Like, I operate fine without it like mm. it's fine it's not easy like especially like been off it this long but no. i know i can do it um yeah yeah i just feel a little bored you know mm. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's hard yeah, to okay. explain i'm I not I, I, i've read like two books in my life I i've watched that. every movie under the sun like um yeah yeah it's a weird one
0: <laughs> yeah yeah I've, when i've had when i've t- taken breaks it's been great but i do get a little bit <laughs> bored although I, i've never done anything as long as two months mm. so uh, there, but, uh, <laughs> it's just—it's
1: just been around people who are pissed as well, like because you never realize how full of shit they are until you're stone cold yeah. sober and they're pissed at so fart. Like you know, given all their political spew yeah. on you, and you're just like, Jesus Christ. Usually, I'd be like, Yeah, man,
3: yeah,
0: yeah. I totally
1: agree. Like, but, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, you just realize, dude, you are full of
3: shit. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I—I've been there. I've been there. Uh, I've been there. <laughs> I think that, that that's what inspired my most recent week off. Yeah, it was, was just just spouting absolute nonsense. It's <laughs> like, like it's put the world to rights. I'm like, oh, fuck, sake, I'm taking a break from this.
1: Where'd you tend to go out? If you're going out in Bristol, huh? where'd you tend to go out? Like,
0: uh, well, I've been going to the Star and Garter quite a lot. because that's just around the Star corner. And it's just around the corner from here. Okay, and they've got a beer garden, so it's quite good for social social distance. Here. Nice. Um, you know, I, I love a good pub, so like Kings and Wine Vaults, Yeah, Volts. Yeah, yeah.
1: Kickstarter I felt still a thing, and yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. They, they, they started doing doing gig, gigs there again.
1: No way! I thought they got closed down for some reason. They've had moments of being
0: open and closed, uh. changing ownership, and it's,
1: it's something to do with like the noise complaints about a year or so ago. I, no, I, wasn't, I, might, I wasn't aware of that. might um, have been there, but I might be wrong. Uh.
0: Yeah, no, uh, pl- places like 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 that. You mm. know. Um, I don't want to give you any ideas because I want oh, oh, <laughs> I, I, I want you to carry on going strong, man. <laughs>
1: No, uh, thank you. Oh, Smoking like a chimney, which kind of sucks. You know, where you re- sort of replace one vice for the yeah. other. Yeah, yeah. So I was smoking like an absolute chimney. I tried the vapes, and mm. yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, just don't start. I've, ne- <laughs> I've never vaped. Never vaped. <laughs> never vaped. That's nah, all right. Uh, which um,
0: it just feels like it's kind of like you replacing one problem with another that's exactly it um, yeah. it seems to have been around for about five minutes and then everyone's just kind of like really embraced it as like the healthy alternative this is the thing Like, and I yeah. can't help but think like how much do we really know about exact,
1: this that's exactly how I feel like fucking 1930s they smoking is good for the baby yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's the same fucking shit with vaping like it's like your, your, your doctor recommends camels and, yeah exactly uh, like, like we don't know enough about this shit everyone's been doing it as you said like five minutes like I don't know what's going to happen I've seen like people have the popcorn lung thing like it's a very instant death but geez, or it sounds like, horrible
0: or like, the bu- or like when it's like bubblegum flavoured and things like that it's like <laughs> are you trying to get kids hooked on nicotine that's it they banned it
1: in America just literally because of that it's just very cool like oh this this won't hurt me like ugh dude yeah.
0: <laughs> it's always a trade off yeah. Have you ever thought about doing like, uh, do you exercise or
1: anything like that? I uh, used to, I used to um, work out, I used to be so athletic, uh, and then I found a bass guitar and that all went to <laughs> shit. Uh, yeah, captain of the football team, rugby team, table oh, tennis, right. basketball, fucking oh, right. um, all of it. um don't really exercise that much. I go on long walks with my um, with my wife uh, throughout the lockdown. We walked to Portishead and back. That was interesting. Really? Yeah, well, that's yeah. Impressive. yeah, and then to <laughs> Bath. But no, I don't really.
0: Yeah, well, I, I got really into running like a year, and a, like nearly two years ago now. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, just love it. I
1: don't have any music on or anything. No just way. For, See, that's it. I couldn't do it without the music.
0: I used to think that, but it's quite a nice way to think about things. <laughs> it's kind of like I recommend giving that a try. You know, if you want to like find something to replace yeah. replace like stuff. Um, I just find it puts me in a really good mood. Uh, it's
1: the old endorphins for you, yeah. It is, basically,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and just that sort of sense that you've done something that's quite, like, that you, given the choice, you wouldn't really do. Yeah. So you do kind of have to twist your own arm in, into into doing it. So that's it. I, I put it. doesn't have to be running, it could be something like that, but that might be, that might yeah. be a good shout.
1: I might need to get back into like, it again.
0: Or, or, or something else, you know, so, so, something active. Absolutely. You know, it's perfect for me because I'm such a hyperactive little guy. Like, I need to, I'm like a human cocker spaniel. I need to be doing something or else I just, I, I just get loopy otherwise. Oh, man. So my, times in my life when I've been like stressed or unhappy or, or yeah. like, short-tempered or whatever, it, a lot of the time it's just, it's just stuff that just needs to get, it, it just be burnt off with a, with a run or a cycle or... It,
1: that sounds good, man. Might give it a... Yeah. I, I know um, Sam, our drummer, um, was um, doing YouTube... He's doing YouTube tutorials now, like drum YouTube tutorials. Oh, yeah, so he's got himself a full mic set. He's got himself a little, like, camera in the corner and like, playing along to tracks like... Um, I wanted to do something like that, but I'm not technically that impressive with guitar. So I'm always, like, wondering what I do. Uh, like, this with a podcast... I would fucking love to start a podcast or something. You some definitely point. can. Yeah. It's,
0: it's not that hard, man. It's two microphones. <laughs> and a headphone splitter, and a a camera phone. Oh.
1: It's true. I'd love to. uh, I wouldn't want to step on your toes, man. Like, you know,
2: let let the king do his thing, man.
0: No, don't be (laughs) daft. Don't be daft. (laughs) I mean, yeah, uh, you you can see how
1: I'm running things. It's not that hard, man. No, it looks great, man. Go for it. We're really into, because my um, wife really loves, um, she's really good at faces on movies. So like we're watching a movie and she'll um, immediately recognize the person immediately. Like she's like a human IMDb. She'll just (laughs) fucking know the name of that really obscure actor as well, and then she'll know who they're married to, who they're previous, or what movies they were in, what fucking date. She's I always wanted to like get her on a podcast or something because movies wise, she's fucking on it. She would she would argue otherwise, but swear to God, like we've got like the Netflix, Amazon, Now TV, and all that shit. Like we watched so many movies. She's so good at it. I love it. She could be your first guest. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> a, yeah, movie podcast. That sounds good. I saw you had Lost Boys out on the uh, the side there.
0: Oh yeah, um, that got lent to me. I used to play in a band called We Are the Lost Boys. Oh, perfect. Um, so they were named after that film. Do you know what's really bad? I got they lent that to me six months ago. and I
1: still not watched it. Uh, you still not watched it. I still not watched it. I don't have a DVD player. Man. oh yeah that doesn't help does it but, um,
0: no. I, I could just find it online but yeah I need to give that DVD back, DVD back to whoever, whoever owns it that's, well, that's if, if you're listening guys I'm sorry <laughs>
1: <laughs> everyone's going to big it up to be like the best movie ever and you're going to watch it and I think you're going to find it cheesy as balls Yeah, I really do I don't mind a bit of cheese <laughs> cheese is in like
0: corny like it's not corny it's about teenage vampires yeah, yeah this is the thing yeah, before that like, twilight, twilight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no nah, I fucking love it man it's, it's just 80s written all over it's one of the best 80s oh, movies I it's, do. It's, it's so cool
0: I, yeah I've, I've been kind of getting into 80s films recently yeah um, I only saw the Terminators quite recently is that right during, yeah, during, during lockdown <laughs> uh, Terminator 2 Woo! judgment day bitches oh my god <laughs> oh Sarah Connor what a woman <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a woman I can get behind <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> the, yeah but we did that the whole way weirdly enough in lockdown we did a lot of 80s movies so we yeah. did like Breakfast Club Ferris Bueller's Day Off with films that we never really I think we have watched, watched once but never really yeah got into yeah so
0: it's all like films that you would hear about yeah or they would get like referenced in
2: yeah all the time exactly yeah.
1: you know, I want to know where that's from Family Guy used to do it all the time yeah. and I yeah, yeah, do—I yeah, just yeah. laugh without knowing ever the yeah. references like Matthew McConaughey and like yeah. never knew who they were um, but it's awesome, man. Yeah, I think it's one of those you had to be there. One of my favourite movies is The Labyrinth for David Bowie. I've
0: not seen
1: that. that. See, see, if you watched it now, you'd think like, dude, this is seriously. Why do you like this? It's very <laughs> strange. Uh, uh, David Bowie's just fucking stuff. He's got these tight little fucking tights on little pantyhose and he like yeah. obviously like stuffs down there so all you do is just get shots of this massive dick <laughs> <laughs> it's just, and you're like dude fucking really? What happened to wardrobe? Like, <laughs> But it's, it's Jim Henson and he's got all these he's made all these animatronic puppets and it's all about like yeah goblins and shit like that but as a kid that just blew my mind yeah. also, I was born in like 1990 so like yeah. I only watched this when I was like five so like ten years after a bit made, but it just blew my mind yeah. but as an adult Not sure how it would go down. Mm. It's a weird one. I
0: might have to give that that
1: a shot. I mean, if David
0: David Bowie's in it, then that's always a...
1: Oh yeah, He's, he can't act. For, he can, you <laughs> act can't act, it. no. it's, it's just weird. man. If you hear honestly, there's, again, there's going to be some references that pop up, and you'll be like, "Ah, yeah. oh, I've heard that before." And something else like it's just one of those movies that are reference all the time. It's, yeah. it's so good, though. <laughs> I think the film that I reference the most is probably Superbad. Fair enough. I tried all that stuff. The Seth Rogen, the no, Seth Rogen, yeah. Yeah, like Seth all, yeah. Bit, yeah, yeah. I tried. I, I very, find him hit and miss, man. Yeah, Superbad. <laughs> superbad's a classic.
0: If you yeah. ask me. Uh, again, uh, it it's might not be a film that's aged too well. You know? <laughs> <laughs> They're calling each other retards. And, yeah, uh, dudes. Yeah. Uh, man, all over the place. Um, calling each other over the F word as well, not fuck. Yeah, yeah. dudes, yeah. Um, I mean. You know, it's kind of like... it's. To be fair, because I, I was the same age as the characters were, and that's exactly how me and my friends spoke to each other. I think so. And it's kind of still is the same way that we speak to each other. You've got to be honest so with yourself, like, man. It, it, it's, it's accurate to that time to that yeah you know, time shot of, of of you know history so yeah 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 uh <laughs> you know it'd be weird if they weren't sort of talking like that but
1: exactly man it, no it, one was just, calling them out for that shit yeah, like you know, it's,
0: it's just kind of like raised that question could you do it today
1: uh it's this weird one yeah i mean you still got south park doing its thing um right. but they south like
0: park just don't have never give, given a fuck
1: no nah, that's why i love them man honestly yeah. can never i can't i can't ever knock them yeah. Like, for just being so open and honest and like having such a good depiction on what's happening in the world, it's just it's a meta, Trey and Matt Stone, Trey Parker, Matt Stone. Holy shit! Yeah, I saw, I saw their um play, the um, oh, Book, of Mormon. Book of Mormon. Oh, what's holy that like? shit, that's hilarious, dude. I'm not a massive fan of the theater or anything, but fuck me, I was laughing throughout the entire thing, man. If you get a chance to see it, do it nice it? I'll, yeah. I'll
0: have to do that <laughs> oh man I need to see Team America again as well yeah
1: absolutely it's a shame they never make a second one yeah I think they found never to do it because apparently it was a lot of work yeah you think of like how like expensive like the sets were apparently a crazy amount of money as well yeah on puppets yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking they must have the puppets still they could probably just spend money on the sets oh man though.
0: yeah I wonder where they're keeping them
1: yeah <laughs> that's a whole other thing <laughs> that will come out later.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's going to be worse. If you could auction, can you imagine how much you could get, like Rachel charity You auction those things Right? Like, oh, that yeah. will happen, man.
1: Uh, it, what, John Lennon's guitar or Paul McCartney's guitar getting auctioned off for like yeah. 25 million or something ridiculous. Yeah, like,
0: I, uh, think, I think the reason auctioned one of Coco Bain. Kurt Bain, Kurt 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 Cobain, Cobain. that was it, yeah, not yeah, John yeah, yeah, Lennon. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, it goes to a good cause, it goes to a good cause. Yeah, for, man. All for it. All forward, man. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> all right. Oh, should. yeah, uh, so there's uh, something uh, with one of your songs, because you posted something recently on your uh, on your social media. Yeah. Going back to social media again.
1: But nice, that's thing. all right. About
0: all right. Um, about uh, sort of one this behind the lyrics things on your song, Pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I was wondering if you could sort of walk me through that.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, sorry, this is going to be like a complete fucking downer. Not a massive... Uh, we yeah. have to talk about it you no it's to... a weird no it's it's fine um it's um it's a essentially well, a family friend who was older I was a boy I won't go any further like to that um mm-hmm. but that was like an eye-opener for me because that's going the pieces is going from innocent and your your world is completely shattered and then picking up the pieces as you go along with this new kind of mindset um, that was what that was about, like just never understanding the world until something really bad had to happen to you. But you're almost kind of thankful for it because you see this world in a different light. You're wiser. You're you're more prone to some something happening to you because you're so angry. Um, yeah, pieces was kind of yeah my kind of testament to those kids who just lost their innocence way too quickly and you know had to kind of fight for themselves mentally. And yeah, it's a shame, but. Yeah, again in a kind of fucked up way, it was kind of. I'm not glad what happened happened, but it's. I grew up so much faster, which just helped me in the long run for whatever came came ahead. It's really hard to explain it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I, um, I've I've never been in that situation myself, so mm. I don't think there's any way I could ever hope to. No, no. To
2: understand
0: what I have to, or, or no matter how we explain it, it's still not never. Good. Yeah, yeah, no, Never absolutely. Never going to sink in, but I, I think for folk like yourself that have been through something like that, so yeah. hearing something like that's going to be very.
1: Yeah, I it's uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I tried to keep it as open as possible. for For that one was very specific, though. Yeah, I, uh, usually, as I said to you earlier, like just keep the o- lyrics nice and open, so anyone can relate. Mm-hmm. Anyone can, you know, adapt that to their problems. But that one was very, I wanted, the moment I wrote that song, I knew exactly what it was going to be about mm. uh, immediately. I only just recently told the bands like what mm. that was about and they were fucking shocked yeah. by that uh, concept. And like, oh, fuck, we've been singing about that this entire time. <laughs> fucking give us a heads up, Jesus. Uh, yeah, but, <laughs> but that, that,
0: that's often the best songs where it's not on the nose and then you have to kind of look a little bit back. As you said, uh, it, it,
1: just the it. black and white in between, not, it's not addressing something directly, but it, telling it in your own poetic way yeah, yeah something so serious or something like quite you know mm-hmm. yeah cool yeah <laughs>
0: Were you always sort of planning to sort of like put some of those experiences into a song or was it something that just sort of happened organically? Never,
1: Never, man. I'd never really wear my heart on my sleeve. i like to keep the lyrics open and, you know, very abstract. Um, It was never really my plan until like I wrote it and I was having some like just fucked up problems. Like, and, you know, when I put the pen to paper, it just made sense to me. Like, it was just kind of a therapy in a way just like shit now I'm singing about it like this just feels much better because I'm a very closed person I don't usually like to like be totally open with shit like that Mm. um but putting it on paper like the moment I did that I was like fuck this is like almost like a, a massive burden off my chest um even though like it's never directly addressing the problem, it's singing about it. So in your own way, you can, uh, it took me, usually it takes me about an hour to write a song. It, that one took me about four or five hours to properly get the lyrics down. And really each word is in there specifically. Usually I'll just trying to like get the syllables right. It's like, huh, mur, cur, and then adapt the lyrics around that just for what sounds better. But for that one, word for words, that's everything everything I want to use is in there 110 percent that took me a little longer
0: mm. I guess because it's such an important uh, sort of part of your life I guess yeah d- absolutely d- d- there's no Room just to have <clears> some words in there just because they're phonetically, yeah. You know, unfortunately, satisfying,
1: you know what I mean? <coughs> this is the thing I've kind of given my songwriting perspective away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it, they do mean something like they, they, yeah. yeah. But, um, if there's a syllable that doesn't sound right, it's weird. I'm, I'm weird about syllables and pronunciation. Yeah. Um, when lyrics like if I think like um, a sursa go there rather than a t, it's so weird. Like, I have to change the lyrics around to adapt a word that matches to that, you know. Mm. Uh, But yeah, um, I think it came across on the record because when I was singing that, recording that, I could like, that was a big moment for me. Um, Mm. Again, nobody knew what the song was about. Probably until now, not many people do know what that song, any of our fans would not know. Um, But from that point onwards, like, yeah, it was just such a relief. And it felt good, but I think it's our most popular track on Spotify, I think, by a good like five, six thousand. So, and oh, I think nice. that raw, I yeah. like to think it's because of the, maybe it's because it's the first one on the album. It just, <laughs> the <laughs> algorithm just makes it get played first, but um, I was hoping it because like the raw animosity I put into that fucking vocal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, fun times. <laughs> no,
2: I
0: think it, 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 it's great that you can sort of take something like that and, and, and get, a, and turn it into something that's creatively fulfilling and something that's Absolutely. that people re- respond to as well. So
1: I think everyone should like put their heart on their sleeve a little bit with their songwriting. I yeah. think it just makes it raw it makes you human and I, I do genuinely believe it helps uh, yeah. a little bit for sure.
0: Yeah, like it, it must be, is it quite like a therapeutic thing to like walk through something like that in a song? Cause Absolutely.
1: It, like, yeah. It's therapeutic because you have to kind of relive it uh, in a way but you want that kind of moment uh, in order to th- just get that depth of what you were really feeling that you, you kind of have to pretend to be like 13 year old you again and just like depict what you were feeling at the time and like relive those moments which is never nice however makes for a fucking good song yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just in, in my, I mean I'm not saying it I'm not egotistical in any way so yeah it's the best album ever written but um, <laughs> it's uh, for me Raw coming from the heart I think you can tell that in records, um, yeah, definitely. So yeah, in a way, it was very therapeutic. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah,
0: yeah so like sometimes with, like great music and great songs, you have to kind of go through stuff to. Absolutely, to, I, I think you do uh, to get that. So yeah, I'm just I'm just really um, really glad that you were able to take that and. <laughs> Turn it
1: into something that you're so genuinely no. proud of. And Cheers, you know. man! I yeah. appreciate that. That's, uh, that's what I've, I've never been into hip hop, as I said earlier. But I can understand the stories and like where they come from. Yeah. And obviously, I'll never be, yeah. you know, um, you know, an African American in Compton. I'm never going to be. I'm never going to understand it on that level. But mm. the storytelling and the way that they specifically choose their lyrics, I can really fucking relate and clarify that it's a great therapy and it's just such a good way to tell a story and I do think that comes across in a record when you do something as from the heart as that.
0: Yeah, you've got to get these things out of you. It's kind of like Mm. a, in those old Harry Potter books talk about, like, the pencil, <laughs> you know? Or, like, taking things out, out of your brain and putting it somewhere else.
1: I'm, I'm familiar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: I know, I've, I've just made this really uncool now. Uh, uh, Sorry, pay
1: uh, the tension with Pegasus as well. Right. Uh,
0: yeah, no, I, I sort of see it see it like that. It's kind of like your therapist in, in a little, little way. Obviously, uh, like, uh, you know, if, if people are having a hard time with mental health, then you yeah, get therapy as well, you know? Big, yeah, Big, big advocate of that. Um, but, you know, uh, songwriters are really can be really
1: a really nice thing to... Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what was really um, a nice one for me um was uh, Zach's song specifically. So mm. Zach, it's literally about Zach who is uh, yeah, the Saxon keyboard player in the yeah. band. Um He suffers from a lot of anxiety. Okay. You know, he's... um Yeah, he's a fucking lovely bloke. He'll do anything. Everyone loves him. But, like, he struggles sometimes with just who he is. And, you know, I, I took that as a perspective from his perspective. Like, he didn't help me write the lyrics, but from knowing him for 14 years that's the first time I've ever done something like that like try and write about someone that's not necessarily about me and my experiences mm. and honestly a huge moment for me was like playing it to him for the first time and he cried and yeah. I was just like fucking hell like that was a big moment like for me um, I, I fucking love the song I think it's absolutely gorgeous. Nice. and Liv really really makes that song shine like mm. Liv's got such a beautiful vocal that just like complements it so well So, yeah, there's a lot of heart going into this record, I think. And then there's some that's about anti anti religion uh, propaganda, um, (laughs) anti social media, a song about being pissed. (laughs) It's just, uh, you know. That's a nice nostalgia for you now. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so, yeah, bloody hell, it's got deep quickly. (laughs) But no, it's nice, man. Yeah. Nice. Well, yeah,
0: um, well, yeah, speaking like it's. Uh, writing uh, about songs when you're about being drunk when now you're now you're not drinking anymore can you yeah. imagine like how like people like Joe Walsh would feel when he's playing Life in the Fast like <laughs> and he's been like so with like 25 yeah it. I was thinking that, that. was so strange <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it's weird man you're not gonna see yeah fucking Fred Durst like <laughs> yeah <laughs> break stuff oh god fucking break, break <laughs> fucking break his back yeah like. <laughs> It's true, man. Yeah. Yeah. You could, yeah they don't age well. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, they, they do,
0: though. They do. Because they're still great songs and.
1: I love it, man. I'll I'll listen to fucking, like, Eagles and, uh, you know. Mm. This is weird. I can't, I feel like one of those old men, like, in the current charts. Like,
3: yeah, music used to be better back then, man. But (laughs) but
1: it's, music used to be better in our era, I reckon. It was, like, the fucking pinnacle, like, such a great time to be alive with grunge punk, uh, the third wave anyway. But even, like, before 80s, the glam, the the synth pop and all that, fucking loved that. 70s, the classic rock, the disco, fucking loved. 60s going back. It's even, like, jazz, like Louis Armstrong. Strong, BB Kings and things like that loved all that, that era of music but now I can't find any kind of rela- I mean obviously there's a few artists I can relate to like yeah you're fucking awesome but I'm really finding it hard to find yeah clarity and yeah relations in the current hmm. record but again it just sounds like me being an old prick
0: no I, I, I don't think it's that and I don't think it, it, it's completely uh, restricted to just music I just think that with uh, sort of social media and streaming yeah to name a few things that it, like, it, it, just there's so much stuff out there, yeah. Uh, it, it's hard to for everyone to be listening to the same, yeah. Things it's it's all very individualistic. you we, we, can, we can choose and tailor yeah. what we listen to and what what pops up on our screens, yeah. Um, um you know, what our you know, uh, release radar is going to be like on Spotify, for yeah. example. Um, so it, it, I don't think that that's exclusive to music or en- sure. anything like that. I think it. it there is like, like you're saying like sort of strengths and weaknesses at the same time yeah absolutely or, or blessing and a curse I think, is, I think is how you put mm-hmm. it where yeah it's great we can choose what we listen to we're not really as like beholden to gatekeepers in the way we used to be yeah Uh it, it's quite rare for you to be like listening to a band and then talk to someone you've never spoken to before yeah I find that be, like I was really pleased to surprised when you'd heard of Rainwolf yeah 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 Uh, because as far as I know it's not really big in the UK at all
1: that's nuts man is it yeah
0: so I was just really happy to hear that you were that you were aware of them so (laughs) so that's a nice but that's kind of always been the the way with me because I've always been listening to to my own music you know and um, so it's it doesn't feel too different for me personally yeah but I do 100% you are right, I understand, where, and I do understand where, you, where
1: you're coming from. Uh, to, to be fair, like, I am very narrow-minded. I mean, obviously, I'm still listening to fucking Scar. Like, <laughs> you, you know, I'm still that fucking kid inside, you know, like uh, 10 or 12 years old, like, listening to, you know, you know, fucking guys with vans and, you know, cargo shorts and shit like that, <laughs> yeah. man. I can't grow up. I think that's the problem. I, I think the last, like, the most recent artists I listened to that I really fucking... Uh, Wolf Alice, like... Oh, yeah, i the Wolf was Alice? It, was it Wolf Alice? Yeah, I think it was. And yeah. I, I think they were playing the album just before we went on stage. And I am like, dude, this is fucking yeah. killer. Yeah, yeah. This is awesome. I, I, maybe I'm just I need to make the effort for sure. Mm. I think what you're doing, they're like, you know, finding music yeah. like all around the globe and on like, rather than just usual BBC one, two, three, eight, six, and you know. Um, yeah, maybe that's my
3: downfall.
0: my life right now is talking to other music levels and musicians mm. so i kind of have it a bit easier because you know, <laughs> people can uh either guest music or um uh, people the guests have, have recommended and i'm pretty i could stay within that for a while to be honest That's awesome, uh, man. but you know i also uh, listen to stuff that i you know there's still albums that i uh, listened to when I was growing up that I still listen like I always listen to Nevermind, I always listen to Queens of the Stone Age, Perfect, uh, Zeppelin, Hendrix, yeah, uh, you know, you name it, like um, well, Chili Peppers, you know, like yeah. that stuff always can go back to. But I, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I think like a big part of it is don't be too afraid to like skip, skip ahead if you have yeah. like, done quite gel with something. There's right. not, there's not a thing wrong with that, and you got to remember there is a lot of stuff out there. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, I don't listen to as much music as I should, but who the hell does?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And yeah, because we all got lives to lead as well. And especially <laughs> like if you're in the studio, like, like we've both been in the studio recently. Yeah. You don't really want to be listening to music outside of it.
1: I get that. You want to be focused. Do you find that it's mm, it's just different for everyone in the band? I think they uh, they're constantly looking up references. Uh, mm. Find a few guys in the bands like say, oh yeah, I want it to sound like this, or I need this part to sound very similar to this. I know um, Sam was pulling up a lot of uh, Tool, okay, because uh, he's a massive Tool fan. Um, I thought yeah. we were say he's a massive Tool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, funny. Sam, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> 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 nah, he's an absolute beardy sweetheart. Love him, uh, but yeah, he's pulling up. F- yeah, there was like, a, a, we got a music video that we're shooting at Sheffield next uh, next week and um, there's a lot of referencing gets pulled up for that. You know, for certain projects, like you have a sort of inkling, but it's obviously already be done. So you want to say, oh, I want a little bit of this. It's like a little recipe. I want a little bit of this, a little bit of this, you know, I want the toms to sound like this, the snare, things like that. Um, I just kind of play and like hope it kind of works out. Mm. Um, and then I'll like start to maybe go, mm, can you make it sound a bit more green day tone like some get some more mid tones in there th- things like that uh, yeah but it's different yeah. for everyone I, I guess
0: yeah i think like yeah I, it, yeah like uh pulling up references and stuff is a really important part of recording because it's nice to have like a sound in your head and, yeah. then, and then be like oh i want to sound like this maybe like this bass tone on this raw blood song or something
1: yeah like yeah that, for example and then but are we talking I, about gent like yeah like, yeah just, yeah, ah, yeah, okay, yeah, we're,
0: yeah we're like uh, I, I was just sort of talking about like getting home from the studio and like putting some I'm putting wrong. me well, well, oh, no well, so you're making dinner no so in that case I'm no with way. you I'm with you no 100% no because <laughs> like, I am only I'll, yeah if I'm listening to someone else's stuff I'll be doing it just just as a reference. Yeah. But um yeah, just just, just for like listening pleasure. And if, if you're recording all day,
1: yeah, I mean, no fucking way. Man, nah, and you got that click track like, yeah, absolutely. Well, you.
0: Um, you know, I'll have a podcast and I'll watch some. Na- oh, yeah, I was binging Narcos again when I was in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've gone through all all the first three seasons. I can't say I've tried it. Oh, I hear good things. It, it, it's really good, but it's. <laughs> really? Um, oh oh it man, it's, like my it, it, it's it's about the coca- uh, the first two yeah. seasons are about the cocaine cartels in Colombia. Yeah. So the first two seasons are on uh, Pablo Escobar, oh, and sick. the third one is about the Cali cartel, who spoiler alert took over after Pablo
1: Escobar. Nice. Okay. Well, I say spoiler alert. It's it's, it's it it's, should be. It's yeah. it's it's
0: history. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's documentary history. You know. Um. Yeah. No. It's just. Really intense and that's super violent in places. I've got to give it a go, man. Uh, Me and
1: my wife have just been watching the same fucking shows for about eight years. Yeah, uh,
0: uh, the, the acting's phenomenal in it. Um, yeah, I'm going to get started on, on watching the Mexico one again and then there's a new one. Yeah, there's a new
1: one. yeah there's a new one, isn't there? Yeah,
0: yeah, because yeah, 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 they, they they've they changed over to Mexico in the last
1: few years. Ah, uh,
0: right. Uh, yeah, so I, I watched the Mexican one, the first Mexican one that came out a few years ago and I'm going to re-watch that before watching the new seasons. Yeah, I've I've gone completely yeah. nuts on it. But yeah, did, did like uh, <laughs> yeah you're so involved in it, I, I got uh, yeah, I got completely well it's because I was in I needed something to take my mind off being in the in the studio. Yeah. Uh so nothing like some cartels and yeah <laughs> so you know it, it kind of put puts your prop puts your problems and your worries into perspective. It's like okay right so maybe your guitar take wasn't as good as you wanted to but
1: yeah but this guy's getting <laughs> but
0: this guy's getting murdered. So. <laughs> So it's a good sense of perspective.
1: <laughs> I, I always find that yeah, we're rotating the same shows. So, like, me and my wife have watched um, 30 Rock about three times all the way through. Uh, that's just a comedy. It's just, there's no real story to it like at all. We watched Cougar Town again for like the fourth or fifth time. She's watched Breaking Bad. I've never watched Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah, I did.
0: I wish I didn't, though.
1: Why? why? What it's, it? it's just so much of it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so much of it. A
0: lot of filler a lot of filler I mean there's some cool moments in it don't get me wrong but yeah
1: but that's it like, I keep hearing that exactly that it's like it's just wasn't, don't bother it's really <laughs> just too much to get I don't. Through. I don't feel like I got like enough like value for my investment at time. really yeah there used
0: to be some episodes but nothing would happen
1: so I'm trying to start the Sopranos and I'm like no because you know, I really, know how it I'm ends really, I
0: really I don't know how it ends actually uh, well I, I mean like, so, someone's going to message me now and say oh
1: yeah, yeah but uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> No, I, I, I wouldn't mind getting into that actually. I tried, but this is kind of as you say, you don't get enough of your investment. I know how The Sopranos ends because it's referenced so many times in like cartoons and TV oh, shows, right. and you're just like, I know what's gonna happen. If uh-huh. I get too invested in this, the last episode's gonna come up. I'm gonna be like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah.
0: I mean, no, so it, it's good to, to chill out with, with work. It's good to have, like, other things you can sort of switch off to, you
1: know. For sure, man. Absolutely. No, I still love still love my movies. I'll, yeah, it's really sad. I'm usually like, putting away, like, two or three movies a day, like, if I can get the chance to. It's mm. really bad. So like, it's not a great time to, <laughs> not a lot of uh, productive, uh, yeah, meaning behind that. But, I
0: mean, yeah. <laughs> but it's important to, like, switch off and chill out a little bit, you know. I think yeah, it, it's all about balance, isn't it? Like, um, For sure it's really good to work hard and get kind of like a bit obsessed with with what you're doing every now and again yeah. but I think it's really important to, to switch off because if you're not rested then your creativity is going to suffer yeah and you're not going to be able to like make the right decision because you you know so much of like what we do as musicians is making decisions about whether it could be like logistical sort of things mm-hmm. or like Marketing sort of things because I, you know, imagine that you're going to be getting really deep yeah. into your PR and oh, like that, yeah. so you need to make good decisions <laughs> on on where to, yeah, on, on what to do and how to do it because time's a big factor. Yeah, uh, y- you know, you need to be making like these good uh, or like even writing a song, you need to make decisions, creative ones.
1: Yeah,
0: about you know whether it should be a double course at the end or whether it's good to middle eight or aye, yada yeah yeah That's all decision making as well, so you need mm-hmm. to be
1: switch for. off you
0: yeah. need to be well rested for it I think. <laughs> um, so I think like um, being uh, being off the booze is probably going to help with that has, yeah. has that helped you for your creativity
1: being off what sorry being off the booze being off the booze um, yes and no um, you've got less stuff to write about um, so I could just go back and like write about like stuff that's already happened Um. With booze, like, again, you think you're doing a good good job, but, you know, it sounds like absolute cockwash when you wake up, you're Stone Cold Cyber, and you're like, oh, my God, what yeah. the fuck was I thinking? Yep. You've got, like, about six tracks worth of, like, stuff on Logic. You're like, what? Who did this? Like, oh, shit, that's me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, It sounds fucking terrible, but you can, uh, I don't know. Creativity-wise, I've uh, before... Um, I decided to go sober um, we'd already written all this so I actually I've got no idea how my creativity is going to be the first little tackle is um, playing sober on stage I yeah. think I'm, I think I know what's going to happen I'm, I'm going to hear it I'm going to be a, a lot tighter than I've ever done ever have been before and i'm gonna be like shit I'm so glad i did this yeah. i'm really hoping so oh, part of me is just gonna crack and like yeah uh, get a bottle of jack and fucking crank off it oh, <laughs> down man. who knows I'm sure that won't happen yeah but uh, no, yeah, it kind of worked it helped creative juices they say like it does yeah. help it a little bit you know it's mm. good to have a beer with your mates not, not even to, like just to get trashed just as a social thing yeah you know you were writing in a circle and like oh yeah that bit would sound good yeah go up to that uh d sharp like yeah it's nice. It's, it's kind of a social aspect side of thing when writing. Yeah. For me.
0: Well, what I find when I do gigs sober is I just feel like a lot sharper. Yeah. And like I feel more coordinated in my movements. And
1: do you feel like you're ever uh, like too static? Do you reckon? No,
0: nah, I I'm quite hyperactive. I'm <laughs> <like> a lot. <laughs> oh, dude! I got to see, it. I love a band that moves. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I love jumping off the stage, jumping on tables. Yes. Playing. Yeah. No. I'm probably oh, right, shut Oh, no, I, I I do that nonsense completely stone cold sober. <laughs> oh, no, I, just, huh? I just I just enjoy it. I just like just like showing people that I, I give a fuck.
2: Oh,
1: mate, that's awesome. I think,
0: I think that's what it comes. Yeah, well, um, uh, when your underdog club is uh, gigging again, I'll have to. Uh, Man, ask, you hook me up yeah. straight away. And likewise, honestly. I love the uh, I love the sound of your uh, Louisiana, Louisiana. Yeah, coach. <laughs> oh, I'm losing my diction
1: now. Oh, mate, it's by by far. Oh. <laughs>
0: Oh, Fonzie, we've done two hours. Is that right? Oh, yeah. man, it's been a hell of a two hours, man. <laughs> Thank you
1: very much, honestly. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I feel like I should have promoted a little more. Later. Oh, <laughs> it's just so easy with you, sir. <laughs>
0: well, we've, we've got time. So, um, yeah, like uh, let, let, let people know.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Izumi's going to be coming out on the 20th of November. Uh, if you like Pixies Rush, the Cranberries... Um, Green Day, uh, Fleetwood Mac, things like that. Yeah, uh, this will be for you. That we're going to be playing a lot of radio stations. Uh, I'm not going to give away who yet. You'll uh, find out. But uh, do all the whole social media, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah let's do that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> where can people <laughs> find you? Where, where can people find you? On Facebook, um, that's facebook.com uh, facebook.com/slash Fonzie and Company and Instagram.com/slash forward Fonzie and Co. I don't know why that is. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I think Fonzie and Cubby might have been taken um, yeah Spotify iTunes and all that for shizzle it will be uh, yeah going on there really looking forward to it oh man this has been awesome
0: oh no, thank you so much for having me bro <laughs> this has been just been a lot. thanks Fonzie <laughs> and uh, c- c- congratulations on the sobriety congratulations on the EP. yeah and uh, yeah honestly uh, yeah looking forward to seeing what's around the corner for you guys thanks mate appreciate it alright okay bye everyone bye 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 Hey folks, thank you so much for tuning in and thank you for listening to the show. Hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as I enjoyed making it. Uh, this episode was brought to you by myself, Simon Teachers Guitar. Uh, so I've been giving guitar lessons either via video chat or the occasional lesson uh, in person if we can do social distancing. Uh, find me at www.simonteachersguitar.com. Or check me out on Facebook or Instagram at Simonteeachesguitar.com. Message me through there. Or you can email me with Simon Teaches Guitar90 at gmail.com. Simon Teaches Guitar number nine number zero at gmail.com. Or check out my website www.simonteachersguitar.com. Also, if you really like what you hear, then Please feel free to let people know about the show. I really enjoy doing this podcast, as I'm sure you can tell, and the more people that can hear it, the better. So feel free to share it out with your friends, your colleagues, your priest, your dog. I don't care. Just tell them about it. Simon Campbell incident. Furthermore, if you fancy coming on the show, I'd be really delighted to hear from you. So as you probably know... uh. These interviews have mainly or nearly exclusively been all musicians so far, but happy to branch out. Uh, you know, comedians, actors, poets. I don't really mind what your field of expertise are. Just uh, if you fancy coming on, having a chat, feel free to get in touch. You can email me at the Simon Campbell instant at gmail.com. That's thesimoncampbellinstant at gmail.com. All right, folks, that's all for this week. Hope you have a banging time. And I'll see you again next Thursday. Adios.